I know. Clippity clop. I know. Clip clop. Okay, here we are. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yay! Wow, coming in hot. Got a lot of energy today. Yes. Got you know when you have to get things done? Mm-hmm. You rise to the occasion? Yes, but I need the pressure cooker. Sean needs... The pressure needs- cooker towards the end of something <laughs> is... Or not towards the end, but like as a deadline approaches. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, do I ever kick into that second gear. <laughs> I think gears. it's because you have ADHD One? or something no, like that. You keep saying that, but I don't, I don't think so. Hey, what's that over there? Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> no, but I think that sometimes you... I mean, a lot of people I think need a lot that of pressure, people, yeah. but I, but part of me knows that you're not a finisher unless you have a deadline. Yeah. I don't like to miss a deadline. That's also a plus, right? It's a very, it's a very big plus. So when you have a deadline, but I don't like to get started on the project. Of course I mean, not. Yeah. Nobody does. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Yay! I am Sean, your hair suit. I'm Katie. Happy, handsome, homie. Oh, alliteration. So, so good. And did they do? And did do? And did they do? Uh, we are, the deadline that Sean is talking about that he is, that is fast approaching really is no deadline at all. However, we are driving up to Washington State to visit my family because we haven't seen anybody and we've just been here all by ourselves for like a year. I was talking to my psychiatrist today, mm-hmm. Barry. Yes, uh, do who, tell. I, I absolutely adore those conversations, but um, I was telling him i haven't seen more than eight people this year mm-hmm. and i, I think was counting for our uber or not uber uh the food delivery oh, delivery people, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's the way it goes i feel like i'm cramped today that's I why know. i said this I space is getting on? smaller I'm, I'm gonna pull this now you know what sorry guys technical <laughs> difficulties so we have a new neighbor if you listen very closely shh, you'll hear her turn up So that is what it's like for us. No. Okay, let's let's not do that anymore. I thought I would catch it. It's like ghost hunters, but uh, <laughs> neighbor hunter. Hold on, I've got this spec. You ever watch those shows? What's with that? No, my friend Nina loved those shows, and we used to watch. Uh, I want to say it was like celebrity ghost stories, right? And they'd always have those instruments. Like we're gonna measure. Oh yeah, the and they ghost. go around with their. He- it's almost like people looking for metal on a beach. Oh, I'm pretty sure they use that, and then they <laughs> they label it. You know, the ghost two thousand. Oh, the stuff. <laughs> Oh, we've got a signal. Hold on. Play the signal backwards. You're gonna go down. <laughs> okay, let's not let's not pretend that that's what happens. That's what happens all the time. I think it's just made up. It's absolutely. But made I up. also believe in ghosts. Like I can't. I think it's kind of in the same way that I think it's ridiculous to not believe there are other beings in the universe. Like we're the only planet with the only people. I think it's the same with ghosts. It's like. I think there's other beings, there's other things, you know. You have to be a pretty uh, interesting person to say, listen, man, the aliens are real, but the ghosts, uh-uh, yeah, no nope. ghosts. In my in my theory of the supernormal or paranormal or the... Supernatural experience. Yeah. There's the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Correct. Chuck Norris. Mm, yes. And Superman. Walker, Texas Ranger. Who do you think wins? Mm. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, 100% of the time, every single time. <laughs> you guys time. vote below. <laughs> Chuck Norris wins all the time, right? I mean, there's just no... Yeah, Yeti I don't like Chiaro. to call him Chuck Norris. I like to call him Walker, Texas Ranger. That's right. Not even that that is his thing. I actually yeah. don't even remember the song that starts his show. But I bet you when Chuck Norris dies, which mm-hmm. won't happen, he's going to meet the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. 
and the Grim Reaper is going to hand him the scythe and he's going to say, this is yours, Chuck. No, I so think Chuck lives on. I think he's going to try to kill him and, and he will get out of it somehow with his really bad Kung Fu. He's actually a real champion. He, he I know. I know. Yeah. It's I do not know. bad Kung Fu. It's good. Good oh, Kung Fu. Okay, sure. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, we're not connecting with the audience at the moment. I'm just prattling on. Prattle-addle-addle. Prattle-addle. Well, I have done something that is not very businessy of me, and I apologize ahead of time, but I am doing laundry simultaneously. We did this it's, last week. It's called week. trendsetting, folks. If you ever, uh, if you ever do something like this, create a a trend. I mean, it's not an internet trend, but it's a you know in our house, you you do one thing, no. the other person adopts it because it's a good idea, right? No, Multitask. it's a bad idea. No, why? It's a horrible to have things going at the same time. What? No, hmm. I usually plan better, but I didn't plan on doing laundry today. But then my mom made a good point where she was like, "Oh, you should bring a blanket." with you and Sean when you go because it is cold weather just for safety like in case something happens and if you're pulled off the side road you have a way to keep warm if the car won't won't run so we're heading north from uh the into Los the Angeles Great basin white north yeah into the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. and it's a 20 hour drive 19 hours but we're going we picked an awesome time to go <laughs> wicked snowstorms in northern California picture this if you will if you are in a mountain town such as Kristoff I think Kristoff he's Austria right so I feel like they get lots of snow yeah there's mountains picture this giant mountains and the car is chugging the car is going up the hill but it's icy Mm -hmm. there's a pass and then we Mm -hmm. slide on the if by chance we do pass away in a car accident on this trip this would be the last podcast why would you say something like that do you see what I have to deal with (laughs) <laughs> why would you even say that i also told my grandma i was like we could just wait a couple days yeah yeah where's the fun in that we're gonna go over the pass <laughs> i drive in snow i enjoy it i'm gonna do 40 miles an hour take it easy you don't yep. hot dog you don't yank the steering wheel you also don't go too slow either then you get caught no no of course but it's not that much i mean we have an suv it's not and we'll get chains like it's not yeah. like we're going in like a honda civic safety first with bald tires party like second. we live in quebec I had a car that I got through the company. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a Volkswagen Fox, a station wagon. Foxy. Foxy. Yeah. Foxy. And that car was awesome. In the United States, it was sold as the Ice Fox, which and it was white. Mine was blue. Mm-hmm. If I don't they had remember sold, any of those cars. It was just an entry-level wagon. It was great. I would buy one today. Mm. And I would rock that thing with like shag from the ceiling. Sean talks a lot about cars, you guys. Fuzzy dice. He talks about a new car that he would rock or would purchase or would love or anything. Like at least like five times a week. Yep. I'm a simple man. No, you're not. You're an expensive. <laughs> well, you're a fake expensive person. because It's a Volkswagen buy. Fox. I think you get one for like a thousand bucks now. But Well, no, but you also want like the BMW that's white with the red interior. It's a Ooh, three series. Which yeah. one of those you want? You want like some kind of Charger slash Mustang of some sort. I don't know if you want a Shelby, but something in mm-hmm. that. You've talked about that a lot. Yes. Then you talked endlessly about this crazy expensive car that, that Mercedes lately. You've been talking about that. And then the fisker you like those cars and then also i like all cars i don't mm-hmm. discriminate and I um i think it's good to have a, a healthy imagination a fantasy land where your <laughs> mind goes to play that isn't you know uh i don't have a problem with that either it's just funny because you and in, in when you talk to me about it you talk about it like like we're gonna do it yeah like this is a possibility well i look for mm-hmm. the sparkle in your eye so i float a thousand ideas and one of no, them or two of them a lot of cars and i don't none of those have been picked up we got a lovely car no, but it wasn't like, it wasn't one of your dream cars. It but was what more, if that was my dream car and I tricked you into... Why would you have to trick me? It's a very reasonable, nice car. 
It's a good point. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have lots Prattle of letters to get into today. Yeah. Oh, we also and have a voicemail that came in. Ooh. Yes, we're testing out a new system called SpeakPipe. Um, so basically, you guys can send in. I've got the link on the screen right now, mm-hmm. but you can send in your uh, voice memos. Yeah, that's what I call them. Voice, voice memo. memo. It's not really for a letter. It's not a replacement because I do think no, they're short. Yeah, exactly. I think it's sixty seconds okay. uh, maximum. But the letters, mm-hmm. I think that's where we interact. And then the the voice memo. You you say voice memo. That's what I call mm. it. I like that. Well, that's what they're called on an iMessage. If you send new segment voice memo. Voice memo. <laughs> I mean, I didn't make that term up. It's just, you know, I send voice memos to people sometimes. Just as a side note before we get going, yeah. um, you're welcome. I'm uh, sacrificing watching a Montreal Canadiens hockey game. <gasps> yes. Really? Not as many this season, so I'm I'm actually sacrificing more. But, but you know what? Hmm. They had a terrible showing the last couple That's of games. That's what you said. I had a Patreon hangout last Ooh. night, and I missed, I missed most of the game. And I came out for the last two minutes, and I was like, how have... We only scored two goals. We scored scored one in the first like minute. Yeah, it was a great goal too. But then the rest of the game, the boys looked like they were taking the day off and just going mm-hmm. for a skate and chasing the puck around. And were I they, know it's very difficult. Were I, they I, like dropping it? Like what is it when they like just it's like, hot? No, mm-hmm. but yes, no. Were they just like you know where they just shoot it into the other end? Yeah, dump and chase. Dump it in. There's a little bit of that, but it was more like disjointed play, and oh. it happens. Look, have it's off a days. tough game. Everyone's going through stress just because. They're playing hockey, making lots of money. Doesn't mean that they're not struggling like the rest of us in the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they are in their own ways. I'm and, sure they are too. And to not even be playing all the games, like you're only playing, you know, Canada's playing their games and yeah. the States. So it's weird, right? You don't get to see all the players. But I was being honest with that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think we can reduce just because someone is an athlete. Yeah. They're making sacrifices too. It's it's a mm-hmm. difficult time for everyone. I don't care what your socioeconomic status is, your level of fame. Yes. Everyone is is dealing with this and knows someone who's affected. So I I actually really appreciate that the athletes will get out there, that they're working in crowds under pressure. Um, and it's got to be difficult. So people need a distraction. So I think it's a very, very welcomed distraction. Absolutely. You know? uh, and so when I, you know, slag on hockey players or someone in sports or a musician, I'm just joking around. I really do appreciate in, okay. in this time, you know? Okay, that's enough of that. Yes, moving on. We appreciate them. Thank yeah. you, hockey players. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Katie's got some laundry addition. We're back. The laundry is switched. Oh, gosh, that took me so, a lot of effort to do. So stressful. Claiming your hard uh, housework. <laughs> well, I wanted to wash up all our sheets and stuff because you've been sweating. I'm telling you, getting ready for this trip. First of all, it's a long drive. It's 20 hours. so 18, yep. give or take. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be dealing with some inclement weather. So it'll probably going be 20 or more. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to take it easy. It's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. We do fine on the road. We oh, actually yeah. travel well together. On we the do road fine. again. Dun, 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 dun. But I don't know the lyrics to the song again. I don't either. You know, he lives in Spicewood, Texas. Really? Which is outside, Just outside of Austin. Just good it's a nice little town i've the seen more s- you know well yeah and oh i need to tell the people but i guess i should probably do this on patreon because i mentioned on patreon last tell year, all the people but we haven't found a home yet and i told people on patreon that we remember because i was like oh we like one and we'll see what happens and nothing happened and i they were like are you are you moving people have been asking and i'm like oh no. shit i didn't update any of you and i am sorry we're just taking our time we're looking for something within our price range and, uh, and we're not we're gonna not gonna get be... wrapped up in the hustle bustle of it we looked at one home uh so is this zillow talk zillow talk 
Have you guys seen that SNL skit? Because it is perfect. Tell, tell them about it. So go onto YouTube and just put in SNL Zillow skit. It'll come up. You can thank me later. So Saturday Night Live is just a comedy show that is every Saturday night at midnight. I believe it's midnight Eastern time. Anyway, it's a funny show and they always have these skits and they have celebrity guests. And this, I think it was last week or the week before, it was Zillow. And the video, I don't want to ruin it for you, just watch it. It's hilarious because they're like, are you in your mid-30s and looking for something extra? It's, our, it's like, is what used to excite you just not do it anymore? And they had the guy from Schitt's Creek, you know, David. And David's on there and he's hilarious and he's like, yeah, I just need something more, whatever. They're like, Zillow. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they're like, the guest house has its own kitchen. Oh, it's so bad. I would never live in South Carolina, but if I did, I could live in a horrible mansion. <laughs> 2.5 acres, your own fishing pond. Oh, go on, you know. But it's so funny. So anyway, we are those people. In because that. Zillow is really compelling. Mm -hmm. You get to look into how other people live, yeah. but the best part is... And how, how it ruins it. Well, actually, we won't say. We'll put the link no, in the description. No, don't ruin it yet because it's really, um, it, it's go really check funny. It out. But it's, even it's got my a good twist. Even my mom, it's funny because you usually put your limit at like what your budget is, right? Because I don't want to see homes I can't afford. That's depressing. But sometimes once you've looked at all the homes that are in your budget and you're you like, give oh. yourself a little extra sugar. Then you're like, we'll go up to endless amounts. <laughs> and like, I, that's how people live? When I was mentioning to my mom, I was like, oh, um, I looked at this one house in our area in Santa Monica, which is particularly expensive. And I was like, there's so many homes right now that are never available, that are available, like certain uh, architecturally beautiful oh, homes. Oh, the way they write that on Zillow is once in a lifetime opportunity. Yes, exactly. It hasn't been on the market in 30 years. Oh, that one gets me. Ooh. But there's, there's a lot of those like Nuestra homes. And yeah. there's even homes because of the way that LA was developed. They're like, this was the art commune, which birthed and it names like artists. And you're like, how cool. And you look at these huge, beautiful Once homes. Once the estate of Rob Schneider. Mm. What? That's when the record goes. <laughs> but anyway, there are a lot of these beautiful old homes that I've never seen. And they're like $12 million. Anyway, I was telling my mom about this. I was like, oh my God, mom, there's this house. It's so cool. It's like right on the ocean. And it's got all these bedrooms and this inter, like in the middle is like a pool and like a lounge. And I was like, so cool. And she's like, oh my God, I looked at that too. Did you see the one in Austin for $5 million? You're just looking around at ridiculous properties. And it's funny. I'm not going to lie though. Yeah. Don't when lie. I see a celebrity has lived in a home or has some affinity or uh, mm -hmm. relationship to the property and if you have uh, provenance so you have a photo of that celebrity like the Rolling Stones um, at that French Chateau estate uh, making exile on Main Street you know if you could buy that property you have a piece of forever history that's tied into pop culture whatever well you get wrapped up in it I do I love <laughs> it but along those lines in Los Angeles there are some houses you're like that that's pretty cool like it was in a movie or a TV show or mm. You know, um, there's just some beautiful homes. Is there any property in Los Angeles that you would like to live in because a celebrity was there? No, none. Oh, Bosch's house, but it's too small. Ooh, I don't even know if that's a real house. It may be a case study house. It that probably, could be a Julia it looks Shulman, like it could be, or it could honestly just be like uh, a set photographed property. Yeah, it's hmm. beautiful, but that's a beautiful home. But I wouldn't. The thing is, is, even as I say that, I'm like, it's just beautiful. But a Hollywood Hills. If you guys don't live in LA, you don't know this 
crazily scary to drive up. You can't always get fire insurance because the fire trucks can't make it They're literally country roads. Yeah, they're like these winding single lane cars parked on both sides. It's just really, I don't like it. Piss poor infrastructure is what it is. Yeah, I mean, LA is full of that. But so that bothers me. With stunning homes like, oh, Ice-T lives on that ridge. And it's like, you know, what a... And then also he doesn't have a pool, which I'm like, why are you in Los Angeles and don't have a pool? I know a lot of people do that. but Dre has a nice mansion. Like Not doc- that I've been there. Dr. Dre? Yeah. Oh. His has this crazy, I've seen uh, images in the backyard, um, that documentary we saw where they were talking about uh, the history of rap oh, and yeah, in his yeah. backyard. Mm-hmm. It's this beautiful lawn that goes on. It looks like half an acre in the backyard, which wow. in LA is pretty expensive. That's fucking crazy expensive. In the hills and it's flat, flat acre or flat half acre. Those are one of those like $20 million ones where you're oh, like. Oh yeah. He, he <laughs> bought a, a house here in Mandeville Canyon. Um, wow. And I think he bought it for like a hundred million. It, it was like Christ. a crazy, We've crazy seen some deal. Of those. But and then wait, the, hold on. Mm-hmm. Then he expanded the house, what did even more. Possibly need that space. He built for? a studio in it. Well, the yeah, dream but, studio and like probably a nightclub and you know go kart tracks and anyways. But Buddy built it and then I think he sold it for two hundred million. Mandeville Canyon's going off, baby. We got to get that real estate. We can't afford any. We can't afford a condo here. No, I'm just saying like, you know, we could okay. live in the back alley. I don't understand what people do with that space. Because does anybody else do this when you scroll around on Zola, you'll come up on a home and it'll be like 8,200 square feet. And I'm like, unless I have like 10 children, what do you, do? I'm not cleaning all those bathrooms. Yeah. And you got to have a Segway. Just to get around. And you know how dorky people look on Segways. Yeah. Or maybe a mini horse and you could ride it. No, I feel bad for little mini horses. All right. The mini horse rides you. Whatever. you know. <laughs> okay. Let's get into the... We have lots of questions to get through. Enough of this jibber-jabber. This, this was pretty crazy. Zillow. I thought we were... Talk. Talk Zillow. Zillow. Talk Zillow to me. No, 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 no. Okay. So how would I say that name? Yose. Yose? I think that's Yose. Because it's... They're Acadian. Oh, Josie. 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 Jose. Jose. I'm saying that wrong. I don't know. So sorry. Joseph. Joseph. Oh, okay. Okay. Josh. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joey. Joey. Yo, Joey. Hey, Joey. Right. Um, as we butcher things. So if you don't know, um, if this is your first time on this podcast, welcome. we welcome. Welcome in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we yeah. do this part where we have the audience, you, uh, That's and you, you send in letters to us at OTM. <laughs> oh. Pod at gmail.com. It'll be on the That's screen the since Sean said it incorrectly. We but will. we have you guys send them in and then um, we read them. Yeah, and it's a great way to make friends. We have pen pals around the world. We have some staff writers we count on. Co-conspirators. You know what I'm saying? We're doing that thing on Tuesday and we're taking over the world. So That's not true. What are we going to do today, brain? Take over the world. Okay. Um, ready? Yeah, I'm First ready. letter. Hi, Katie and Sean. Love the podcast and have watched every episode since it has begun. Yay! It's part of my morning routine to listen while I'm getting ready in the mornings. And I started watching uh, oh, I started watching Katie's channel many years ago. And once you started OTDM, I grew to love this podcast with your wonderful personalities, unfiltered conversations, and entertaining storytelling. Ooh, Ooh. This is our best review yet. Gracias. You guys always make me laugh. So thank you for making life better and enjoyable during the weird times. When listening to the podcast this week, you were talking about the crazy crows in your neighborhood. The crowing of Santa Monica. Crowing. They are everywhere. And I don't know. I don't understand it. And 
I'm afraid of getting carried away. I'm such a light person. I can picture two or three crows grabbing me by my silky long hair and carrying me away. And you'd be like, no, come back. I'm like, I can't. They got my hair. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. That just took a turn. No, but we go on these walks in the way. Oh my God. I just pictured you with like your Fabio hair. <laughs> but when we go, feel free to draw that one. I don't know. I can't come back. And suddenly, they got my hair. And he's southern. I don't even know. From Savannah? Sounds like Savannah. Anyway, so we go on these walks on the weekend. <laughs> we got to pull it together, Sean. Pull it together. Um, and there are a couple areas that we go through. It's always filled with crows. And I don't really understand why. Maybe there's good eats. I have a couple of theories. Mm. Good eats. Uh, and perhaps magnetic uh, field is a little stronger because there could be like an electrical pole or you know what i mean one of them is by the school and the school has quite a bit of metal structure and power lines going through that alley so and then one's along that uh, side street by that really big house yeah i don't know anyway there's a ton of them and we have if you guys don't know in santa monica you can just look it up the parrots of santa monica we have wild parrots and they are very loud, but they're so much smaller than a crow and they're green. And you notice them right away because they make a shit ton of noise. And you see them. They literally don't leave our area. Like you see them all over, you know, just different parts of the west side. So anyway, we saw a shit ton of these crows. And I put on Instagram because it's like they were super noisy and there was probably 50 of them. And yeah. it was just kind of scary. And also a group of crows, if you don't know, is called a murder. Yeah. Murder. How'd they get that name? Murder. There's been a murder. Muck Muck duck. Duck. Anyway, so that's the story. Many- cultural references we make during a show i really don't know i wonder Somebody, if someone's keeping track with maybe a there's book. like a drinking game oh Ooh, don't do that sounds dangerous okay back into this so that's what the story of the crows in our neighborhood it says well i have a crazy crow story for you my university's mascot is a crow <laughs> really <laughs> because every night when the sun goes down and twilight falls thousands of crows swarm the skies on campus that's no kidding. fucking terrifying i kind of like it though Hmm. Cruella Deville driving in the background behind all the crows. A little cigarette on that long skinny yeah, thing. I like that. Do you think when they remake Del- 101 Dalmatians and stuff, they still have her smoking, or is she just like chewing a toothpick because it's 2021 now? Oh my God, maybe she's vaping. Oh no, they don't want the kids to learn that. Okay, the sky turns black because there are so many of them. This is terrifying. I kind of like it. Oh my God. The first time I experienced this, I thought I was in a horror movie. Same. Sounds like it. It's funny because a group of crows is called a murder. (laughs) I've never seen anything like it. The best part of the story is that over the years, this natural phenomenon has taken on a slightly creepy myth. The theory is that each crow was a nun from the Sisters of Charity Mother House. Go on. Which is an old building on campus. Mm. Who died and returned for a visit. Anyways, I know you've decided to move to Texas, but I really feel as though you should still consider moving to the east coast of Canada, spe- specifically Nova Scotia. Oh, I would go in a heartbeat. We have family over there. We do. Uh, Lisa and Val. Yeah. Lisa Roos Art. You should see her on Instagram. She Ooh. makes beautiful art. We'll put a link. Yeah. We like Lisa uh, very much and wish they live closer, Lisa oh, and Val. They came out to visit. This has been years now. We got real banged up. Sometimes we get too excited. You even smoked a cigar with Val in the back. Yeah. And we We were up. standing in our underwear. That was odd. <laughs> <laughs> a, a giant Bulgarian. We, he, first of all, Val, he's a lovely sweetheart, but he looks like a gangster. He's yeah, from he Bulgaria. Yeah, he looks like he can really tune you up. 
when he stands still and just looks at you, he's not laughing. Mm-hmm. Boy, he's intimidating, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's good to have him on your side, you know. Uh, they used to live in Calgary, and a few years back, they moved to Nova Scotia. Yes. Anyways, we love him dearly. They came out here. We had a great time. Oh, we went to Bar Pinkstow that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Moment of silence. Bar Pinkstow was amazing. Oh, anyway. I have photos. Of, I'm going to put one up here oh, if yeah, I can yeah. find it. Uh, it's Lisa on my motorcycle <gasps> in the garage. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We stayed up to like four in the morning. Ooh, yeah. Rough night. And then we slept until like 11 and they were gone. Yep. They're like, we had to get going. They had to return their rental car or get back to, they were staying in an Airbnb in Venice, I think. Hmm. Anyway, it was fun times. Okay. So especially Nova Scotia, you are never farther than 30 minutes away from a beach. Some of the most colorful fall leaves in the world are in Cape Breton. Yes. Uh Am I saying that right? And we have famous garlic fingers. What? And Donaire's. Oh, yeah. What's a Donaire? Donaire is uh, like a pita sandwich. Oh. Uh, Well, Donaire is like you you slice the meat off the the, uh the round circular. Yeah. Yum, Donaire. Fresh seafood and much more. Yum. Canada would be honored to call Katie one of our own. And then we would all tell our friends, did you know that they're Canadian? (laughs) In the North American claiming game, uh, round one. Yep. Third pick. Have you guys seen this skit? We claim Katie as a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> There's a skit that Dave Chappelle did. It's is it the the Color Wars? Or no. The, the no, it's something. The, the racial draft. Racial draft. Or the race draft. Race day. Race draft. It's really funny. Yeah. I don't know. I wish we knew the name. If we can find it, we'll link it below. Yeah. You have to watch it. It's hilarious because, you know, people are mixes. Like I'm part Polish, but also part Welsh, part whatever. Right. And then it's like. They show all the different people that can claim, and then like Mariah Carey, who's like a total mix. They're like, who well, if your gets ethnicity her, is who is gets blended, her, you know, and then Tiger um, Woods. It's very funny. Yeah. I highly recommend. We need some lighthearted conversation about things like that now because people have done lost their minds. Right? Okay. Comedy allows you to bridge that gap. You know, well, to talk about things that are maybe uncomfortable and have a good laugh about it. Yeah. So it says, uh, okay, so did you know they're Canadian? When OTDM and you both become world famous. We'll work on it. Congrats on one year of podcasting. Thank you. A fellow Habs fan and French Canadian, but Acadian, not Quebecois. So what's the difference? I don't know. Do you Uh, know? Well, I do. uh, The Acadian has um, cloven hooves, a tail, and uh, the the French Quebecer has a forked tongue and uh, antlers. I'm going to Google this. No, it's it's French people, okay, that Uh came to Canada. Okay, but you do it's, really know. Yeah, different regions <laughs> uh, that they come from in France, mm-hmm. typically, as well as uh, they have a different dialect. So mm. the French language forks, and when it forks, it forks so good. Um, <laughs> come on, baby, let it fork so good. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> you let us know if we're, if we're fucking that up, and Acadian is something totally different. I would love to learn more. Yeah. I was not there's, aware of this, by the way. Yeah, so in, in Canada, there's like maybe four or five dis- uh, distinct groups of French people. The Metsi Indians. Okay, okay then what's French the next? And, Indian. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you have uh, Quebecers. But mm-hmm. before you get to Quebec, and this is going backwards, the wrong way across the country, by the way. So there are pockets in other provinces, but okay, the native uh, Canadians that are French, um, French Ontario, which is a lot of uh, Northeastern Ontario. Is that its own dialect? Uh, yeah, kind of, uh, but it isn't, but it is. They're, okay. they're definitely distinct people. <laughs> Then you have Quebecers, okay. uh, and then you have um, uh, the Acadians. Okay, and then, so there's four? Well, there's another pocket. 
I just found out about them recently when I was looking on Wikipedia, so it could be completely wrong information. But their opinion is a little bit more factual than ours. (laughs) And there's some population that says, we are not French from Quebec and we are not French from New Brunswick. We're, I don't know, from Edmonston, New Brunswick. And I guess they're their own distinct people too. Look it up on Wikipedia. You guys let us know. Then there's some that are out like on Newfoundland. Um, I just am really interested about these garlic fingers. All right. That happen in Nova Scotia. I just thought you'd be naming them quickly, but you got into like these fur trappers starting communities, meeting ladies. I'm like, I get it. The French Newfies are, are a rare breed, but. Um, oh yeah, Newfies. They go by on the, the ice flows wearing flannel. It's pretty, pretty mm, impressive. Sounds, sounds impressive. Okay. And let us know. Jose, if I'm saying your name wrong, if I'm pronouncing things wrong, and if Sean is wrong, educate us. Tell us more about Acadians. I want to know. I want to learn. Inquiring minds want to know. We move into another note. Another Might as well. Letter. I mean, that was a great letter, and uh, I'm wearing a Habs hat right now. Yeah. Uh, Habitants. Yeah, and it's uh, the 100th year anniversary, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So to hear from a Habs fan in a letter form is great. Whoop, whoop. Go Habs, go. Thanks for writing in. Okay. Next letter. Hey, Katie and Sean. I've been watching Katie's videos ever since I found them when searching for info on autism uh, presentation in females. Oh, I remember that video. I got a lot of shit for that video. You did. People, I honestly you you can't please best, everyone. I do my best. And people want to be mad. They just want to be mad. So uh, I only made that video actually because everybody was asking for it. So I was like, I'll do my best. And I think I even say in there, like, I don't specialize in ASD. Yeah. You do your research because this is a field that... I ask like, colleagues. I do my thing. You in psychology. You're a mental yeah. health professional. So you ask your colleagues. You read the papers. You look at the books. Yep. And then you return the information to the internet. It's true. Sometimes people get really upset because they have um, their own set of information, their own articles. Yeah. But the thing that I find really frustrating about the internet is that instead of people coming into comments and saying, hey, the, here's this article I found that describes how it feels to me. Maybe that will help somebody else because I didn't agree with number three in the list of things or whatever. And just being able to have open dialogue. Or, so that's one option that I'm completely fine with. Or someone saying, um, you know, you can beat, uh, if, you're, if your argument is that someone is completely wrong and false, then you beat them with a better argument, right? You have more information or you have more facts or, hey, this was proven, disproven by this or whatever, right? All of that. Nobody does that on the internet. They don't actually do any research or read anything. They just get mad and then they believe you shouldn't exist. Yeah, there's a lot of shouting people down, mm-hmm. but I don't think this is going to last that long. No, it, it can't. And I think the pendulum is going to swing back and... These people are going to be be embarrassed by their behavior. You think the, they'll even have the wherewithal I to be embarrassed? So. I think some of the things that people wrote. Who could even, I mean, if you're a kid, I understand. No, even in their 20s and 30s, by the time you're in your 40s and 50s, I mean, these, these digital receipts are going to follow you for life. So you kind of have right. to be careful about the things you say. That's why on OTDM, we really, <laughs> we really try and keep it clean. We folks. don't at all. But I do, but I just find it. I you can f- have a personality. Just don't be a schmuck. You know, don't, yeah. don't shout someone down with like mean words and, 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 uh, calling for someone to be gone. Well, I think cancel culture itself needs to be canceled hmm. because it doesn't, it, it makes no sense. And all it, what, and this is the last that I'll say of it. And we need to get into the rest of this letter cause it's very nice. Um, is that by, by having this culture exist, you have a bunch of people who are afraid to even speak yeah. or be 
and people kowtow to these loud it all it, all it takes to to be part of this cancel culture be part of the social justice movement yeah. is to be the loudest yeah there's no other barrier of entry no there's no education there's no information no age you know you could be 12 and and shout some nonsense and yeah. online a 12 year old's letters look the same although it may look like it's written maybe a little less uh, eloquently maybe. but you have no idea who the other person on the other side is. Is it no. a 12-year-old? Is it a 40-year-old? But then also I think the, the... How smart are they? The growth of social media has made it difficult for people to remember that there's a person on the other side. Yep. Which as someone who... I mean, maybe it's the mental health field, but I think it's just because I try not to be a fucking terrible trash human is I always remember that. Why would I ever... Yeah. Even if your name online is like anonymous72356, I'm like, well, that's a person. Yep. They created that profile so they could talk to me. So... Can you imagine standing in front of someone and saying some of the things that, oh, that people no. say online? Yeah. How unacceptable and how mm -hmm. uncouth. It makes us look like cave people. Mm -hmm. Learn some manners. And yeah. and I'm also guilty of it because sometimes, and I remember the earlier days of Twitter. Over the last two years, I've been really uh, interested in, in thinking about this. I don't think I've ever this. shit on anybody on the internet. Not necessarily shitting on people, but at some times I've like retweeted things and said, what an idiot or, <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't know, some flip comment and or flippant comment. Mm -hmm. and, and I think maybe there is someone on the other end that sees that. And, and I'm sure there is. You know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, for whatever I I've said. No, I do. I really do. If I hurt someone's feelings over the years. Yeah. I am because social media is such a new tool. Uh, and not saying that in my past I've, I've been mean, but I don't know, maybe mm. some politician somewhere read my angry letter. I don't know. Mm. Oh my God. No, I just think it's like, just don't be a dickwad. Yep. There's a person on the other end. So getting shit for that video, again, back to the okay. you know autism and females, I got a bunch of shit about it, but nobody, all the, the arguments were either A, you shouldn't be splitting people up by gender because that doesn't exist kind of thing. And I was like, but it does because we have research to support it. You can argue it doesn't for you and that's fine. You can say like, hey, it doesn't apply to me. I you know, I'm a male, but I present my, my autism presents more like the females do. That's fair. That's okay. There's people that, you know, have differing presentation of symptoms. So there was that argument that people got mad and then mad that I think I even called some of it like a higher functioning and then that made people mad. Yeah. I think that that was the main sticking point, um, mm -hmm. that people, and I, I get that. I could see how that could uh, make some people feel uh, lesser than but at the same time there are people who have it it's it is it's a, a disability term right like we talk about functionality when it comes to how how much is your life impacted by this yes and you would talk about that in the same way you would talk about any kind of other issue like let's say sure. i have a uh i was born without you know uh without the rest of my arm or right. something there are some things in my life that are going to be limited by that right i can still get around and do things but my functionality is impaired or it's also like uh, not everyone has perfect vision. Yeah. So there, we all have Your a vision degree of vision. Or, yeah. And well, it's it's a, a spectrum of mm -hmm. vision, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where are you? How sharp is your ability? Yeah, negative ability to one, negative three. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Uh, perhaps uh, could autism be looked at like that? Like you have, okay, uh, some areas of your life are impacted mm -hmm. on a scale. That's a better, yeah, I that's don't a know. better analogy. Anyway. Maybe. Uh, so needless to say, I think the internet, other than our community, our community fucking rocks. But I think the internet sometimes is just stupid. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll just the last thing on that. I mm -hmm. mean, you've spent uh, so much time and effort trying to put out good, uh, healthy content, you know, 1300 videos. 
And when someone comes in, just it's like uh, we've built this beautiful shop of a, a lot of nice crystal things, mm-hmm. and then someone comes in swinging a baseball bat. Yeah, you're like, I'm to just break because it. you're angry, maybe you could talk to the shop owner first before you. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to hear. That's the thing. Nobody wants a conversation. They just want to yell at someone. Yeah. And that yelling's fine, but smashing things is bad. Yeah. And, and even yelling, not take fine. it easy. Okay. Conversation. Okay. So anyway, it says I've enjoyed listening to your podcast this last year, mostly while I work on art. <gasps> did we did we attach anything, Nora? Did you show us your art? I was just listening to episode fifty one while painting and had to pause to write to you about my muse oh my musician encounter. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Even though I'm a week behind on listening. That's, That's totally okay. acceptable. When I was about fourteen years old, my twin sister you have a twin? Oh <gasps> my twin sister and I were invited by our radio DJ friend to a local top 40 station to meet the singer Vitamin C. Ah, oh cool. my God. Do you remember Vitamin yeah, C? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like pop music. Mm-hmm. She had red hair. Yeah, that graduation song. Oh, I don't know It was that like, one. as we go on, bring together. You don't know that song? I don't, no, I do not. It was like 1996. I, I skipped that wrong. year for pop music. I don't think there was much. Oh, okay. Well, it was, it was my high school. But cool. Time. She meets vitamin C. Vitamin C. I you know might, what vitamin oh, C looks like. You might like. know her song, Smile. Okay. I don't know if I remember that one. I probably do. Or the song, Graduation, Friends Forever. There was another set of twins there in the studio for the meet and greet, too. Wow. wow. It's like the Spider-Man meme where there's like they're pointing at each other. Yeah, you're a twin. Twin, a twin. twin. You're a twin. She was one of my favorite artists at the time. And we got to spend a good chunk of time with her and the radio DJ just hanging out and chatting. That's fucking awesome. What a cool time. I know. I think it's cool when people do that and like spend time because some people pretend they're like too important and that makes it really hard to connect with them. Yeah. Uh, we were invited to go see her open for 98 Degrees. Oh my God. I used to love 90 Degrees. Is that uh, Timberlake? No, no, no. That's uh, 98 Degrees. Is that Nick Lachey? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sims- Jessica Simpson's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Husband. Are they ex-husband. still dating? Wow. Wow. They've been, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they've been divorced for, you guys, how long? Like 15 years? How would I keep up with that? I don't know. I mean, they seem like lovely people. I'm not, but I mean, I. I don't know. He's been remarried and I oh, forget, I forget his new wife's name. They have three kids and like. They have a reality show? I don't know. That's so Lachey say? Um, okay. Nick Lachey. He was, yeah, he's a uh, part of 98 Degrees. And later started the newlywed series for Nick and Jessica when he first got married. But Oh, he, yeah. That was on MTV, They right? got divorced in 2006. Okay. Well. And he's been married to Jess. Oh, Vanessa uh, Manillo. Some things burn brightly like that, you know, and, and everyone remembers it. It's like but, the doors. It's, but he's been married to Vanessa for uh, since 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. Good. For- and they have three kids. Cool. So that's Nick Lachey. Okay. Anyways, so we're invited to go. <laughs> Still thought he's married to Jessica. <laughs> you guys, you guys. Okay. We were invited to go see her open for 98 Degrees that night, but my parents didn't want to be out that long, so I didn't get to see them. Uh. Parents can be such a wet blanket. If we accidentally had a child, which would be terrible, but we would do it, I would be the parent that's like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll be tired, but as long as they sleep in, we get to sleep in, right? Isn't that how this works? That's how it works. It's really special just getting to hang out with her, uh, though, and see her as a real person instead of a performer on stage. I know that's the thing. It's like you see them only as a performer. Yeah. And it's cool to be like, they're a regular person. Yes. I think a lot of people don't. I mean, I'm even guilty of it when it comes to because we've met YouTube people over the years. Right. And we've 
a lot of people we haven't met and we've seen them on YouTube. And so when you meet them in real life, you're like, oh, oh, I just like, you know, yeah, it's like it's a nice reminder that we're all, you know, real people. Says, thanks for keeping me entertained while I paint Nora. Of course, Nora. And please, please share some photos of your beautiful art. Thanks for writing in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Says, hi, Katie, Sean, and fellow staff writers. I hope you are all well. I'm actually, I'm doing very well. I'm excited yeah. to go up north. Yep. It's going to be awesome. I can't be in this apartment any longer, Sean. I tell I'm, you what. I'm looking forward to cold weather. I know. It's real cold. We're Ooh. in a good mental space Ooh. this week. I, I haven't gone down the doom and gloom, doom and gloom spiral. He has a tough time sometimes because we do deal with a lot of hate on the internet. We get some hate on the internet. Oh, yeah, that. And I ignore it, but Sean gets very bothered. No, I just meant with the news and that COVID too. and, too. and mm-hmm. election. Yep, that, that was, also put you that know, in the, the capital sandwich. Was, you know, mm-hmm. But you put that in the sandwich and throw that sandwich in the garbage, <laughs> baby. It's 2021. Just get over, get over it, get over it. Well, I just have to practice what I preach and I have yeah. to force my brain out of uh everybody hates me nobody likes me I might as well go eat worms into it's possible it's not that bad it's possible i'm open to it okay so this is hey katie and sean and fellow staff writers i hope you all are well this is not so much a letter but a response to katie asking me for some of my artwork so i could couldn't pass up the opportunity to show off a few of my favorite drawings drawings i always want to say drawings keep up the great work you guys very kind regards jeremy Travel, 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 Jeremy. Good day, sir. Good day to you. <laughs> Holy shit balls. Yeah. Okay, He's so fucking talented. They're on the screen right now. Oh my God. Hey, Jeremy. What is this? We ditch this travel idea. We've led you down a path that is not helpful. Holy yeah. fuck. Fine art by Jeremy. Wow. Jeremy's art palace. <laughs> palace, palace, palace Pal- of art. Pa- art, 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 Jeremy. <laughs> art, art, art. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. These yes. pictures are amazing, buddy. The, they're f- amazing. First of all, the... Um, we'll have to share that with the community. Yeah, definitely. We're getting a lot of uh, in- interesting uh, ideas are flowing right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're thinking about posting the stuff that comes in on the community tab. Yes, just you Just know that if you it. send things in, we're going to put them uh, on the channel. Just because I just think we have a wonderful audience. You're so talented, There's everybody. a lot of talent. And uh, look at the light. On the pearls. I know. It, this and is the amazing. Shadows, I mean, and then the detail on. The de de, Yeah. I mean, this Holy is awesome. Holy shit. Gracias. That was beautiful. Thank you for sending. Yay, yay. Okay. We'll share that with you guys so that you can also enjoy it. Next letter. We're moving pretty quick, I feel. I feel like we're at a good tick. It's a good pace. I think so. It says, hey, Katie and Sean. Howdy do. Hello. Oftentimes, I have thought about writing you after listening to your podcast, which I love very much, but I keep thinking that I don't have anything that would be interesting or worth sharing. Everybody's got something. Yep. We don't have anything interesting either, you know? I know. Just make, just, you just got to tell your funny stories. Now, I decided to be brave, and after one year of just listening to sort of put myself out there by writing to you. Yes. Yay! A random assortment of topics from previous episodes. It is so fun to hear from all people around the world and you two adding in your stories. We're all in this together. It's true. You know, it's kind of fun. It's like a community pod. I think we've, yeah, we've stumbled upon community pod. Mm. Oh, maybe we change our name. No, you say that every episode. In your last episode, you asked for food related things. I am a hamburger. A citizen of the German city of Hamburg. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, where's this going? I could see it ahead of, you know, when you're reading, I was like, this is good. I got to let it hamburger. sit. I'm a hamburger. But not a fan of burgers myself. So Hamburg, we went to Hamburg for the day with Jürgen and yes. his friends. If you get to go to northern Germany, I cannot recommend it enough. Beautiful, beautiful city. Right on the water. Remember all we walked along? It was stunning. but In that huge opera house with all the... Yeah, picture if you will. It's just gorgeous. Everybody, it was, it was a little chilly out. Uh, but in the sun, it was warm. But we had our jackets on. Yeah, I mean, we were there in what, September, yeah. October? It was cold. And but it's northern Germany, right? So it is pretty chilly, and you got that north wind coming down from wherever, uh, off the water somewhere. <laughs> from wherever. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, but it, I honestly felt like I was in uh, a spy novel because um, it's it it's every movie that I can think of, whether it's Mission Impossible or well, the homes, those big homes that the they had. Uh, the Born Identity. It just felt like I was in an episode of that. But nothing happened. Everyone was so polite. <laughs> there, there were no car police. chases. We didn't see any policemen. Every once in a while, I'd hear that wacky European siren. I know. And they'd sound- zoom by and you're like, I was so excited. There's- it sounds so different because in the States, our... Ours goes... No, it doesn't. It's like, no, our our sirens are like... I don't even know how to mimic it. But it's just not that... Ours aren't those tones. Ours is... Calling our cars. Calling our cars. No, it's that, you know, it's that kind of sound. It's not so sharp. If we have any DJs out there in the audience, please uh, remix that, what Katie just did. That was pretty hot stuff. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm a a citizen of the German city of Hamburg, but not a fan of burgers myself. Not quite answering either of your two questions, but one food item from Hamburg, I'm going to do my best, is... Franz Buchchen. Franz Buchchen. Sounds delicious. Fran- Franz Brochen. Yeah, I think that's Bru- right. Bruchen? 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 What's when the dots are there? What's that mean? Umlaut. That, what does that mean, though? I know what that is. Well, I'm not sure. Ooh. Franz Bruchen. I'm going to, you correct me, please. Um, a kind of cinnamon bun. Oh, I'm on board. Okay. Oh, Bit so bunch, maybe uh, that second word is like bun. Uh-huh, maybe. Because Germans always add like X. Brötchen. Like Brötchen. think of the English word and then add 10 other Well, and Franz maybe is it. bread because Franz is a big bakery. Oh. Franz Bakery. We call it Franz here in the States. Uh, a kind of cinnamon bun that by now exists in variations in many places, but nowhere as good as the real Franz Brötchen made in Hamburg. Mm-hmm, Butchered mm-hmm. it again. To the topic of celebrities, I never understood the whole being a fan. Yeah. As what, what in, up? I appreciate the art but was never fully interested in meeting the artist until I discovered YouTube many years ago because there I felt that I could actually connect to the artists. And you guys are some of the celebrities in my world that I would be really excited to meet. We huh. would be very excited to meet you as well. That's that's pretty interesting. Uh, well, so it's, it's I think the thing about YouTube that's so magical and also makes it difficult, what we were talking about before with like dealing with hate and just people wanting to just be mad, yeah. is the connectivity. So it's, it's, it's both great and it also can be very painful for the artist or for the creator or whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. If you think about the means of communication, how they've evolved over the years, mm-hmm. if you start and I'll do real quickly, uh, mm-hmm. let's say um, the telegraph. Mm-hmm. Before the telegraph, what'd you have? You had uh, someone would have to ride with a letter in their, in mm-hmm. their satchel. Uh, maybe you had a message on a pigeon's leg. That's how you got to, you know. You got to hope that that homing pigeon knows where it's yeah, going. But then you go from the, the telegraph 
which isn't that long ago. That's the Wild West, right? Mm-hmm. Then you jump to radio, the first radio transmission with Marconi, I think it is, okay. across and uh, across the Atlantic they do it. And then and then the television is developed right at the beginning, like the 20s or whatever. Remember uh, we were watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel when she does the plugs? Yeah. They plug it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that the Operator, uh, please uh, connect me to... Uh, two three five right away sir and the switchboard (laughs) it's so cool it's a good era and then but if we fast forward from from there um through television Mm -hmm. television evolves into network and like then cable and then all these specialized channels and mtv comes along then technology hits where everyone who everyone learns off of watching mtv this the way you're cutting and editing things and the way people are behaving with uh, reality shows, mm-hmm. the real world and lost. But YouTube's the real reality. Well, then YouTube but comes I think along that's the thing. and it's the next evolution. Mm-hmm. And, and also that, I'm sure people have not real things. Like it's not all reality. No, but it was like this whole new thing where you could broadcast yourself for the first time. The I bandwidth know, I've was been big part enough. of it. I can't even believe it. And now you you don't even need YouTube. You can edit directly in TikTok. And there's this new shift happening. I have a huge, I'm a huge fan of TikTok, you guys. I wonder what's next. It's my favorite. It's like the just... happiest place on the internet for me. There's this guy that I follow who, it's funny. I, first of all, I love the comments. I go to the comments like while I'm watching the video, like halfway through and I think it's really funny. I go to the comments and somebody, this guy, he's a baker. You don't even see his face. He just cooks and the music plays and it's like so soothing and also just like emotional. <laughs> And I was like, why am I getting so emotional over this weird like tart that he's making? And I go in the comments and this girl's like, this is the most emotional baking experience of my life. What is he doing? I think it's because of the pacing and the light. It's like warm lit and the music. Uh, That's amazing. I'll have to, I'll show it to you. It's very good. Yeah. Anyway, I love TikTok. Okay. Do you remember that? uh, The evolution of dance in. Oh uh, yeah. Remember um, everybody learned that dance? They'd like start off and i i am no dancer but we should we should learn the evolution of dance larry would like to learn Fuck it no larry could do it Let's i'm not do it gonna. on tiktok why you know not you TikTok. and larry doing the evolution of dance would be the biggest craze i bet you no one's done it yet on tiktok i'm sure they have i don't know but if you and larry did it that'd be pretty funny people I, be like what the fuck is this i subscribe for like mental health information i'd be like it's tiktok you get what you get it's tiktok baby it's tiktok it's all over the place okay let's get back to the letter we would be excited to meet you too ina by the way one little funny, and I promise we're very nice. <laughs> Some people will tell me in LA, they're like, I saw you at the coffee shop, but I didn't say hi. Although recently, non pre-COVID, so that's like as recent because I don't really go out anymore. But I was at a Starbucks and I was like, you guys seriously in sweatpants and a sweatshirt because we had no food in our house. I think we'd come back from traveling or something. And I was just picking up some food and coffee. I had like, I'm like mobile order for Katie. And this girl's like, Katie Morton. Hi, oh. it's so nice to meet you. And I was like, so nice to meet you too. And I was like, I apologize, but I haven't had my coffee yet. Obviously it's like 8 a.m. She's like, no apologies needed. This totally made my day. She was so friendly. And I was like, yay, That's nice. Cool. But it caught me off guard. So if you see me in public, know that I don't look like this. I don't usually wear makeup like ever. Oh yeah. I, I also am a huge lover of sweatpants. Yeah. So if you make sweatpants, send me some. I will promo them <laughs> and wear them every day. Okay. Okay. One little funny story at the end about kids cussing and getting it wrong. Ooh, I'm already excited. Some years ago, I helped out at, uh, say, some kid's holiday camp. Mm-hmm. And even though it was all in German, speaking English is often considered cool. Oh. They're so cool. <laughs> says, so these kids were using one phrase with great delight. Oh, what the one? fail? Instead of what the fuck. Oh, I like that. Needless to say, the delight among the adults was even greater and we never corrected them. I would never correct them either. No, that's fun. 
That's really funny. You know, the kids are growing up. They're using, they know the meaning of the phrase. I love it. But like, hey, we'll just, you know, like yeah. fudge, man. I know. Ah, oh, fudge, fudge. You're fudge. like, ah, that's cool. I was a, uh, I'm a huge fan of NCIS, you guys. And I, I'm all caught up on New Orleans. So I just have to wait every week for an episode. And I don't really like that as much. So I'm kind of stockpiling those now so I can binge again. But I'm on the original NCIS. And if any of you also love regular NCIS, uh, Agent David, She's the Mossad. Uh, the Israeli lady. Yes. And she. She looks like the girl from Game of Thrones, the little kid. That's what you said. But yeah. I don't know. I don't they, think. they have very similar. Uh, the girl with no face or no name I don't, or whatever. I never watched the, whatever that yeah. Game of Thrones. But she, because she's Israeli and she speaks a bunch of languages, but she doesn't really understand. Nuances or. Yeah. Or co- I don't know if you call it colloquialisms or if it's just like. Yeah. Is that what that is when you we have I like little funny correct. sayings? Anyway. She gets those things. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> she gets those things wrong all the time. Well, she'd be like, you know, I like, for instance, recently there was one where she was like, I interviewed the daughter and, you know, she, she said that she had a alibi. She was at such, she said, she goes, but I smelled the fish and they're like, hmm. and then Denoso was like something fishy. There was something fishy about it. And she's like, oh, uh-huh. why would you say something fishy? It just, it smells off. Something's off. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But I smelled the fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just really funny. So what the fail. Yes. I love it. it. says, thank you for one year of great podcasts and all the other work you two do. As we say here in these strange times, bleibt gesund. Stay healthy. Yeah. Bleibt, like ble- bleibt, bleibt, bleibt gesund. God bless you, Katie. <laughs> Greetings from Germany, Ina. Is Greetings it Ina or Ina? I just I'd say Ina. Ina. I like the name Ina. Yeah. Funny. Cool. Okay. We, we sure are collecting a lot of uh, interesting people along the I way. I can't wait to go back to Germany. That just reminds me. What a big country. I miss Jürgen too. And his, oh, his, and his yeah. love for muesli. <laughs> <laughs> Jürgen is such an interesting person. I really... Has he ever listened? Do you know? I don't know. He probably uh, listens compulsively because, you know, he's obsessed with us. And uh, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's, he's such a good person and, and a real artist and a critic. You know, he, he has never... the best art in his home. Oh, I it's really a real love artist that house, right? Oh, you guys, it's everything from the books to the obscure pieces, and and the fact that the stairs like wrap around almost. Yeah, I think his house is from like eighteen twelve. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's oh. in uh, Bremen. Yeah, Bremen. Yeah. Bremen. What a cool area. Anyways, oh, uh, long story short, <clears throat> um, the yeah. ability to travel we long for I know. it. Oh, I miss it so much. But we're gonna hit the road, baby. We're gonna go this <laughs> uh, this Saturday. We're on the. On the road. We're on the road again. Maybe we'll um, have some photos that we can post to the community tab. I know. One funny thing about Hamburg, going back to the, the uh, well, Ina's letter. When I went to Hamburg uh, with for that day with Jürgen, after we were in Bremen for a couple of days and went to Hamburg for a day, my one of my old sorority sisters, Liz, had been, she'd spent years in Hamburg. I okay. guess she's fluent in German now because her and her husband... I don't know what he does for work, but they traveled a lot for a while. And now they're settled in like Portland. But she was so excited that we went to Hamburg. She's like, everybody goes to Germany and they go to Munich or they go uh, to Berlin. Berlin. And she's like, but Northern Germany is like the unsung hero of Europe. She's like, Hamburg is gorgeous. She's like, I love living there. And I still miss the walks along the water. And yeah, um, so often. And probably those cinnamon bun things that I said wrong, which, yeah, Franz Brüchen, Brüchen. From talking to uh, Canadians and Americans alike, and that's really my only sample group. It's not like I've checked in with people from Europe, but uh, it seems to me that 
a lot of people travel and they go to certain major cities that we know of. Yeah. So Berlin, Paris, da, 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 you know, uh, Paris when you're when you're hitting Europe, you go to the certain spots, right? Of course. But Scandinavia uh, and the northern uh, countries, there's like uh, Norway. On, uh, yeah, but <laughs> the mean? ones that are in Europe, so. Uh, like Estonia and uh, oh, Latvia, yeah. all these places. We have I'd, an Estonian and we did in our community for a long time. They have a farm and they have honeybees. I had no idea they were Scandinavians. And I find that fascinating. They're Scandinavians that are on the other side. So they're not. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and hmm. There's uh, so much to see. There do. is. And I want to see it. I don't want to look at it on the computer. I don't want to. Thanks, wanna, COVID. Yeah. Damn. Kick Ugh, the tires kick, on that. Kick the dirt. Yeah, um, I'd like to go mm -hmm. up there and, and check it out. Those are, you know, really interesting places to me. Yeah. Um, and the Scandinavian countries, I don't know. Sean's obsessed, I think mainly because of your grandma. No, food, music, oh, people. True. I'm not having any root fisk, I tell you what. Root fisk? Root, whatever. No. No, no, no. No fisk. I put, I'll have the fisk. It smells like fisk in here. <laughs> Gefilte fisk. Gefil I'll, I'll try all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Not the, no. yeah. Even your grandma's like, mm -mm. So oh. if she says no, I say no. Um, the last thing about Germany that I find funny and it pairs with my love of TikTok, there's this German guy on TikTok, <clears throat> excuse me, and he he says, he it's like he does this joke and or he doesn't even say, there's no like introduction. He just starts and he's like, in English, it always starts with in English and it'll be like sandwich. And then it'll be like in French. It's one romance language, either French or Spanish. It'll be like sandwich or something. And then he'd be like German. And it's like crazy. It doesn't sound anything like them. And he's like hospital. You know, and it's like German. So anyway, he does that. It's like a thing he does on TikTok every week. And I find it very funny. Yeah. That's a language you'd be tormented by to have to learn as My a brother second language. Like, learned, learned it. Okay, he was let fluent. me see. It's a C H E. Uh, R S T H Z. Don't forget Z, the Z's. Z C H I E C H. And that's how you spell sock. <laughs> oh. Well, that was the thing. German words were so much longer. We went to Zurich. I think there's a movement to simplify it. By the way, I think there's a oh. a movement afoot to uh, to tr you know because there's not just that one country that has yeah. to consider it. And that goes back to like how languages fork. You know, mm -hmm. like hey, we're gonna have to. Well, like in Zurich. I have was, to speed this up for Twitter. It was German. It was Swiss German. You're out of characters. You know, you, you, you're you putting two words and you're like, <laughs> I want you to, continued, next tweet, <laughs> know that this, the yeah, store. Twitter's got to be a fucking nightmare. Wait, 140 characters. You, what is that in German? We get now, but yeah. Oh, 280. Yeah. But it's funny. Because um, in Zurich, it was like Swiss German. And yeah. That was, we talked about this in a previous podcast where I was like, we can usually get along, but we were like, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that I miss traveling. I want to go back. I should okay. put some cricket noise in there. Yeah. I know, <laughs> or like that sad, like, da, da, da. okay, yeah. anyways, moving on to Christina's letter. Are you ready? Yeah, it says, I miss eating out in general, samesies, <sighs> totally samesies. And I was really sad because uh, I had saved a gift card that I got like a year ago, or I guess before. It was like a Christmas before COVID. So like a, it was already a year and I kept meaning to use it. It was for this restaurant, Bestia in LA. I got it from my manager as a Christmas gift. It was super nice. And I was like, oh, we're going to do it's it. It's really bougie. It's like a bougie place. Like we would never go there. It's, no. it's bougie, you know? But she knows how much I love Italian food and it does Italian food. Anyway, so for weeks I've been telling Sean, I was like, oh, let's order. We'll go pick up. We'll have like a date night. It'll be like really nice food. Da, 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 da. And 
We waited and waited and put it off because that's what we do. And then fuck if I finally was like, we're going to call an order. And we were all ready. And a week before they shut down. F It said it on the website. And I, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. And they're like, we hope to return one day. Well, no, it didn't, it didn't say, that. say one day soon. It was like one day. No, it just said, we'll let you know when we're back. But because of COVID and restrictions, we're not able to stay open right now. Right. I don't think they're actually closed. But no, if they but did, it's why our would own you fucking stay open fault. If it's only a quarter. And it's outside only. Yeah. Like it's fucking freezing in LA for Los Angelinos. All the leaves are brown. Like remember that one night we were driving and back and people were outside green. having a beer and it was like 46 degrees out. And I was like, no, thanks. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I accept your song and I agree that that was a good song. Are you, are you done singing it? Yes. <laughs> you just kept going. <laughs> but it was just so cold out. And I was like, nobody wants to stand out there and have a fucking beer. No, no. Pay $8 for a beer I can have at home for three. Yeah. So imagine being in an even colder climate further I north. Know. And then your business, like who's opening Moose Jaw right now? Zero you people are on sidewalk. Moose Jaw. I do. <laughs> but I told you Where about you from? that. Moose Jaw. What's up, baby? I told you about that. There was this funny guy on Instagram who has an Italian restaurant in, in New York. And when they, this isn't now, but this was like earlier when they had a huge, their first wicked snowstorm and they were still told all they could do was outdoor dining. And so as a joke to like show how fucking ridiculous that was, he had the patio like table and chairs out in like two feet of snow. And he's like, welcome to Angelino's, you know, pastaria. And he was like, so make sure you wear your woolies, but we've got, we've got some warm dishes for you here. <laughs> and he's like, they brought out the white wine and just put it in the snow bank. Hey, you know. And he was doing the best he could. He was like, you know. In all seriousness, we'll we'll scoop, we'll keep shoveling the snow and try to do our best. And I was like, I almost wanted to cry and laugh at the same time. Yeah, because fuck, man. Sometimes uh, during really difficult times, people mm-hmm. show their true colors, mm-hmm. and those true colors can be really funny. You know, mm-hmm. their their people's spirit really comes through. I, I got nothing but yeah, but here but we'll, love, we'll baby. fucking eat in a snow blank and yeah. I'll shove your wine and I keep it nice and cold. And I, I dig that. You yeah. Know? Sometimes when it's tough yeah. out, he and his it was like I'd assume either one of his chefs or one of his kitchen people was like sitting with him and he's like, we can have caprese. If you want something cold, we got caprese salad. And they both like take a five. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Christina misses eating out in general. Okay. Me too. I like to explore, but one of my favorites is Texas roadhouse. Not sure if it's worldwide though. Insert emoji with like the, you know, hmm. monocle where he's like, Hmm, but I miss the cinnamon butter and rolls. Ooh. Cinnamon butter and rolls. We have this delicious place back home that has honey butter in that breakfast joint. Yep. Mm, so cinnamon butter and rolls. Ooh. The chili and the good steaks. I don't do the peanuts, but the girls like them. Peanuts. What does that mean? Chopped peanuts. Oh, maybe. Sprinkle some chopped peanuts maybe. on there. Explain a little more, Christina. I'm curious about that. So missing the cinnamon butter and rolls, the chili and the good steaks. I don't, don't do the peanuts, but my girls like them. I miss our little family outings, but can't risk it because my youngest has a heart defect and we are, we are yeah. unsure about things at the moment. It's a new diagnosis, but she's a strong little girl. Also has scoliosis and spon, spondylitis, spondy, spondylitis, litis? Yeah, I'd say spondylitis. 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 Have a good day. Oh, 
Tina on things, Christina some places, same person, I go by both, LOL. That's ah. so funny, Tina, because my um, my good friend Nina, her name is Christina, yep. but her, her little brother couldn't say Christina, so he started calling her what Nina. spondylitis? I don't know, let me look it up. Hmm. But I'm so sorry, and th- we do know it affects people's hearts, so I would be nervous yeah, as I'd well. Yeah, I'd definitely be nervous. Um, hmm. Okay, spondylitis. Um, or losis, spondylosis okay. is the degeneration of the vertebral column okay, for so any cause. Maybe that that's what's uh, that, aggravating scoliosis. the scoliosis. Yeah, or, could, or causing uh, it. Causing maybe? the scoliosis. It says when the space between two adjacent vertebrae narrows, compression of a nerve root emerging from the spinal cord may result in, ooh, that sounds painful. Ooh, uh, poor little baby. Well, hopefully, you I, know. I feel so fortunate to have never uh, suffered an injury, you know, like, a, yeah, like a, or never to have a, a a, any degenerative problems, like I've got sore knees or whatever, but you know what I mean? Or yeah, I wasn't, pop I like didn't have a, a rough go as a young person. And when I see a kid who, who uh, is having a hard time or I don't know, it, it, it's really difficult. Yeah, and, it is. And Especially children. Cause you're like, it, I don't know, it just seems unfair. I feel guilty, you know, for, for maybe what I have when, when someone else doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, it's difficult, but That's at the same time, it's guilt, Sean. No, you're so but, Catholic. Come on. But, <laughs> but I, I really think like, uh, you know, uh, it makes you stop and take stock of what you have sometimes well, yeah. encountering a story like this. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh shit, I've got blah, blah, blah going on with work or. Yeah. Your problems don't seem as. Oh, no, yeah. you know, so I, I really feel for, for you there. Yeah. And, uh, and I would have been, I would be cautious too, just yep. because we don't know. But um, but I'm going to look up Texas Roadhouse because we are applying to move to Texas. Is it a chain? She's not sure if it's worldwide, but I'm okay. sure Texas Roadhouse is in Texas. Right, right. Okay. Cool. Well, we appreciate you listening and sending your best wishes. Um, hmm. Keep us in the loop with everything. Okay. This one, I'm not sure. Oh, Jennifer. Okay. I was like, I'm not sure who this is. It says, oops, I hope I emailed this in time. Eek. Sorry about the novel. I don't know how to write anything short. I feel that. Oops. I just have to say I love the podcast, especially Sean's sarcasm and dry sense of humor. You have a fan. Oh, thank God. I know I've been tanking this one, guys. He's just like me. LOL. So you people love a dry sense of humor, uh, I tell you. Thanks for writing in. That's nice. I actually uh, forged that one. That's mine. It says photos attached. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. I didn't forge that. So a few things for you guys before I talk about my favorite meal and favorite things to cook. Last week, Sean mentioned onion juice, and Katie doubted him. I don't even know if Sean believes it is real, but guess what? It's a real thing. So I make a lot of things sous vide, which is a water bath cooking. We have a sous vide thing that Lamar got us. Who is this coming from? It's from Jennifer. Okay. I, I believe. have it. Yes. yes I have, okay. Here we go. So I'll be able to show it to you, but okay. it's on the screen as you're... Okay. So am I supposed to show it to you now? It just says photos attached, and I'm not sure. Well, I'll put them on the oh, screen Oh, this is the sous vide. Yeah. Yes. So that is sous vide happening because we've done this before. So she cooks a lot of things sous vide, water bath baking. French onion soup is one of them. It looks delicious. Oh my God. Damn, Jennifer. Damn. Uh, Since I'm cooking the onions in a bag, there's nowhere for the water in the onions to evaporate. Okay. That leaves a ton of liquid in the bag cooking with the onions. If you like the smell of French onion soup, you would love the smell of onion juice drool. Yum. I am drooling. I use the onion juice and beef stock to make French onion soup. Anyways, here are a couple pictures to show you. That looks delicious. 
Do you agree? Oh, I agree. Okay. I agree. No, you're that looks... scrolling too far. Oh, okay. Sorry. So hold I was, on. I was trying to keep up with your letter. So this is the sous vide. Those are the photos. Okay. Now we're moving on. Uh, yeah, it looks okay. wonderful. Since you guys are moving to Texas soon and Sean loves pinball, I thought he might like to uh, hear how big pinball is in Texas. Get, shut the front door. We had no Y'all. idea. I'm in Dallas and it is very popular here. Cool. I'm even part of a local women's pinball league. All right, all right, all right. People here dedicate huge rooms to their pinball collections. I've been to average-looking houses where their dedicated room will have 20 pinball machines. Get out. (laughs) I'm attaching a picture to show you from someone's house. Very average-looking house outside. There are about 10 pinball machines, and I couldn't fit them all in the picture. Look at that. That's in someone's house? It looks like an arcade. It looks like a casino. It does. Do you hear like ding, 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 ding? ding. No, there's one, two, (laughs) three, four. Hey. How? Wow. Katie, see? I'm going to die and go to Texas. We're going to live it up, y'all. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. The biggest pinball event of the year in Texas happens to be in Dallas, and it's called Texas Pinball Festival. We'll have to go. Pretty much all the big pinball manufacturers come with numerous pinball machines, and people also bring some of their personal machines for the public to play. Oh, my God. So there is a pinball machine that I want to get my hands on right now. Okay. Of course, I'm not going to do it because it's it's a rich man's toy right like i mean how much are they like three thousand dollars well for a cheap one and for a beat up one um but if you're gonna have something that's in good shape it's like gonna cost 10, or something? it could be it could be like 14 Ooh. grand for a People really 10 but for Christ. no that's for like a really desirable uh limited release like right now guns and roses has the newest pinball machine and that's what you want it's beautiful the, my my favorite artist who is doing their uh, artwork for mm-hmm. the tour the, uh-huh. uh yeah you told Arianne me about this Bueller, guy yeah, yeah, I think yeah. his name is. He's done stuff for the Rolling Stones. He's done Guns N' Roses posters for, if you don't know, because uh, I'm prattling on. Um, you just like to say prattling. It's number four. Uh, concert posters for individual cities. Mm. The illustration work is amazing. I think that stuff's cool. That's the it's cool beautiful. thing about like concert tees and merch when yeah. you get it in your city. Um, and when a band spends for mm-hmm. good, like Pearl Jam uh, in the... Uh, late 90s they had a tour and it was just wonderful artwork like but really i love beautiful. i wouldn't mind that in our home yeah i don't know if you remember but when we used to go out to dinner way way back ingo's tasty diner one of our favorite places they are also closed right now in their bathroom they had like the arcade fire yeah. and the national yeah the national and there's one more anyway but they had that artwork in their bathroom and it Ernest was, goes to camp no but it was verno no it was so cool though. And I was like, I like, I don't mind that in a bathroom or in your home. I think it's great. And, and so, because oftentimes these are created by artists that aren't. So they're uh, doing this stuff for the pinballs? Yeah. This guy did yeah. these two. I think there's two of them in the, in the series. It's limited. There's probably going to be 500 well, they're to like 10,000 machines, somewhere between there, you know, like That's 500 a- to who knows how many they make. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have if to keep it's popular. An eye on it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll make more, right? Because if it's Maybe cash it'll count. be at the Texas Pinball Festival. Maybe. There are hundreds of pinball machines to play during the weekend festival. Since Austin is only a few hours drive, I thought Sean might be interested in it. Heck it's yeah. a great way to try out countless pinballs before deciding on which one to buy for your soon-to-be house. He's she, a she pinball wizard. Do, 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 do. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. That's very helpful. And Sean is super stoked, and we will definitely be there. So if you see us there, when things we can do those things... Please say hi. I used to wear gloves uh, when I played pinball back in the day. Because of your germophobia? Kind of. When I lived in New York, going to film school, (laughs) 
picture this the high rises you know it's late at Sean night Sean had curly hair like me imagine my hair on Sean yeah um feel free to draw it if you want there I am in New York with these high You're rises little mittens you know the light is like very saucy there's pools of light you know uh -huh. like taxis going down a wet street and I was shuffling along and I found a pinball hall mm. I didn't know anyone in New York but I went in and I talked to people and I played and it was and I had played pinball before but this was like so the gloves were uh definitely something that I needed to wear because those machines were filthy you know you're well, in a city you bring like a Clorox wipe uh I didn't have any like we do on the planes no I just but I had winter gloves so I so your winter gloves were filthy well I had liners and uh, mm -hmm. I wore the liners playing the game so I kind of had my look you know <laughs> reminds me one of my friends her son he she calls it the boo-boo glove. So when they get a cut on their finger because they'll do stuff and get their Band-Aid wet and mess it up or pull it off, she yeah. makes them wear a little glove. Okay. Well, one of her sons just refused to take the glove off forever. And so she, in pictures for like the like six or eight months, he has the boo-boo glove on, this little blue glove. And That's cool. <laughs> she's like... Appreciate his style. So she'd always put like Michael Jackson music to her Insta stories when he had glove. <laughs> <laughs> and you just made me think of the boo-boo glove. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, Jennifer. Now on to the food. Now, so thanks. there's a kid who's you know doesn't, quite <laughs> doesn't grasp know. the concept of life, and then there's Sean who we both wear boo boo gloves. We both wear the boo boo nice, gloves. Babe. Well, no, but I think it was for him. I think you know how kids sometimes will be like, "I want a band aid," and yeah. you give them all band aid. I think he liked the boo boo glove. Like, I don't want to wear the boo boo glove. He just wear it forever, never take it off. She even she even take pictures of him sleeping with that thing on. <laughs> kids are so funny. Kid grew up to be a surgeon, so. Lesson here, folks. Mm -hmm. You Tommy. let your kids Tommy's wear the boo boo glove. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, now on to the food. This is a good part for me because I love pinballs and I'm happy that you can purchase your <laughs> pinballs. It says, so my favorite restaurant meal also happens to be my favorite thing to cook at home. So I lived in D.C. for 17 years. I have to be honest, the food in D.C. is delicious. I had a catfish sandwich there that was fucking amazing, which I know sounds weird, but it was delicious. Yeah, it's it's a really cool area. Mm -hmm. um, that whole part of the country. Lots of fried food and lots of seafood. Yeah, soft shell crab, uh -huh. shrimp, yep. crawfish. Mm. I don't know if that's there. I think that's down by Texas. We had in Texas, we but, had crawfish. But D.C., I think it's definitely um, shrimp, um, Yeah, crab cakes. Maryland yeah, lots of crab shell. cakes. Oh, boy, oh, it's so good, good food. Oh, <laughs> so I lived in D.C. for seven years. One of my true uh. love there. Our Maryland-style crab cakes. Right. It's like we were just on the same page. It's really a nice little crab. Oh, my favorite ones in D.C. are from a restaurant called Clyde's. I would get it there anytime I could. Well, Clyde's happened to put the recipe for their crab cakes on their website. Don't you love when people do that? Because it allows you, especially now, we can't go. I think it's cool of restaurants to do that. Delicious. Um, I think we probably have a photo. They have since... Remove the recipe, but not before I copied it down. He he he! Smart move, smart move. What we're getting, Clyde's. I make crab cakes for myself at home here in Dallas. Mmm. I'm attaching attaching a picture for the last time I made them. Unfortunately, I can't get fresh Beautiful. Chesapeake Bay jumbo lump crab here, but I do the best I can, and it tastes amazing. Wow! I want to see. Oh, oh. Ho, ho, so the here potatoes. we go, guys. The power of community and the rainbow carrots. We are so getting fancy. the United States. One of the finest delicacies that's mm. made anywhere. Very mm. regional, you guys. I've had this. Mm. Crab cakes from Maryland. And this is and Clyde's Crab Cakes. Wait, you guys. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hope this email wasn't too long. It definitely wasn't, Jennifer. Do not worry. I look forward to hearing the podcast. If you really want the recipe, which you're reading my mind, here it is. Boom. Boom. <clears throat> 
I'm so excited. And we'll put the recipe in the community tab so we can share the love. If you guys want to make these delicious crab cakes, you can do it. I'm going to do it. We're going to go we'll up to Washington, Washington. We'll and we're going to get some Dungeness crab. Jennifer, I'm going to give you all the credit and Clyde's. We'll report back. I mean, maybe this recipe is shit. <laughs> no. How dare you take it back? No, well, we're definitely going to try it's this. It's her favorite thing. In like one week. I'm going to get some crab yep, while we're, we're gonna up there. We're going to get it. We're going to make it, Jennifer. I'm going to put we'll, it on Instagram. Yeah. It only takes one pound, so we'll... we'll uh... My mom will eat it <sighs> even though it makes her itch on the inside. Boy, oh boy. Because she's allergic a little bit. The Pacific Northwest of the United States Sean and Canada. So excited. I guess. Do you just get excited about all this? Yeah, you just read... <laughs> Because I know we're going to have like access to these ingredients. Bong. Sean got excited. We're going to get some oysters while we're up there. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some lobster. Yep. Uh, not lobster, I'm sorry. Uh, crab. crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could get Maybe lobster. some salmon. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll smoke some kielbasa. Maybe gonna... we'll go dig some clams. Yeah, uh, we're definitely mm-hmm. going to. I looked it up. There's a clam tide. So we're my mom going thought to... there would be. Yeah. We'll so... get our... Um... Oh, that reminds me. I have to bring my license. Oh, we. you know, we'll get footage from it and we'll <gasps> put it on the next podcast. Yeah. Uh, or one of the podcasts yeah. uh, coming up. It's fun because you, you go out to the ocean and you, you dig for clams. And those razor would, clams are big. I don't think my mom will be on the pod. She's not very, she doesn't like that stuff. No, but if we're out filming while we're Oh, she'll be fine, water, but she'll she have to approve. You have to approve it, Sean. She'll kill you. She killed you. Remember you took that photo of her pulling weeds? Sean almost got murdered and not by crows, by my mother. Yeah. She does not like that. I walked the line. You walk on. It's true. Thank you, Jennifer. That couldn't come at a better time. I'm so excited to try that. Don't forget, and I won't forget. Oh, no. I'm super stoked. Thank you so much for sending that in. Yes. Uh, I love this. As a community, we grow stronger, and I'm excited about having this recipe. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Hello, Katie and Sean and the OTDM universe. Hola, hola, hola. Hello, hello, hello. Bonjour. It's David. Hmm. What's my last name? I can't remember. I remember David redacted. It's almost as if it was redacted from my mind. (laughs) I want to start off by following up on Sean's question about my last email about piercings. Remember, he had the accident. Well, not really an accident, but a a bleeding situation with some light blue pants, if I recall. It was an apadravia. Prince Prince Alberts don't bleed as much. Apadravia. I'm scared to look it up. Sounds Russian. I don't want to look, to look, look it up. I don't... Just, tr- just trust me on that one. We'll trust, <laughs> we trust 100%. <laughs> Thanks, David. Just trust me. I'm afraid, you know when you know you're going to Google something that's going to give you results you don't want to see? I don't need that. How do they staple it to the back of your ankle? <laughs> Recently, out of sheer boredom, I have taken up learning how to write left-handed. Welcome to my world. That's a uh, a sign of somebody who, A, has a lot of time on their hands, and B, is actually really smart. Mm-hmm. I think, if I had to take a guess, if someone said, can you profile this person because you're an FBI profiler or whatever, yeah. I'd say, this sounds like a very intelligent person that we're dealing with. We have a we have a photo. So if you have the email oh, from uh, David, David Redacted. So. Says, I figured um, it's something to do. And as of this email, hmm. I'm on day four. I've attached a picture of my progress thus far. Wow. I'm just starting off simple writing upper and lowercase letters and writing my name at the end. You write better than I do, David. I find that my entire left arm gets tired. I can't find a comfortable position where I can write while not blocking my view of what I wrote beforehand. That's why oh, my I'm dad try this. My dad used to do this way. That's how he wrote. Yeah, okay. a lot of lefties do that. Okay. But I don't. No, I'm going to try writing with my left but, hand. 
Yeah. I think I'd be good at it. I'm good at snowboarding. Um, Fakey. It's I, so funny, though, because he is tr- correct. He says, while not blocking my view of what I wrote beforehand, you just have to give it up. And also you're smearing it as you write. So get used to that lefty madness. When uh, collect- As a right-hand person, I feel so privileged. Can you imagine if I had to write backwards? Ugh. You're not writing backwards. Well, you kind of are as a lefty. It's so no, weird. No, you're not writing backwards. <laughs> you're just covering up what you just wrote. Jesus Christ. No, I remember my friend Andy Hamilton and I had calligraphy in like, I don't know, let's say fifth grade or sixth yeah. grade. And we were the only two lefties in class. And my whole it was like black all down so my unfair. left hand. But let me, I want to see. He didn't show me. You know what would oh, make that's sense? Really, that's pretty good. I know. It's excellent. Day four, David yeah. redacted. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. David. Did you ever see the Simpsons where David. Ned Flanders... No. Opens a lefty store. No. Everything left-handed. Mm-mm. Left-handed scissors, finally. You, know. you can, Yeah, I can buy left-handed scissors. Yeah. Someone sent me them. I still have Wouldn't them. it make more sense, though, mm-hmm. for people who, so we could all get get along oh, as one, the left-handed people who I don't necessarily people. agree with, How the right-handed people. Take it back. But I, you but have I, to make a retraction. I also golf left. So, you know, yeah, Sean's I'm a little bit of both. And uh, with that said... My papa was ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah, that too. And so... <laughs> You have uh, writing one way, which is lovely. As a right-handed person, I leave no ink on my hand. But as a, a lefty, you smear it. Disgusting. Wouldn't it be nice for all of us to get along and you wrote from the bottom of the page up? What are right? we, Chinese? Well, maybe. Is that how it's written? I know that they... I wouldn't write down because then you'd smear your fingers through it. But if you wrote up, you I wouldn't think touch just, anything. I just... That's just not... No. What, oh. are you going to read... like? You're yeah. still going to have to write like over. A, like a rune stick, Katie? No. Okay. A rune stick. I'm going to have to remove, redact you. <laughs> I love being left-handed. I have no problem with it. Cool. I think it looks cool Even on a guitar. Even with the smearing. Yeah. I think a left-handed guitar, when someone's jamming that way, I'm like, wow, that is. I don't even remember. Isn't my guitar right-handed or is it left-handed? It's right-handed. Yeah, I was like, I think I did that because I was like, I don't need another thing that I'm doing differently from people. Yeah, right. If you have to learn a skill from from the ground up. Yeah. Like even does. tying your shoes as a kid is tricky. It's though. interesting that he says that his hand hurts. Yeah, well, like, they don't have those muscles. Well, yeah, you're having to coordinate and mm-hmm. make them all do the dance. Well, think about when you were a kid because, it, you know, it's like when you're a kid learning. Yeah. You're learning how to make letters with that hand. And this hand is so easy because I do it all the time. But I actually am pretty good with my right hand, mainly because we live in a right-handed world. So I'm like forced to do certain things like using scissors and stuff. I can do that. Yeah. I think Madonna has a song about that. <laughs> Here we are living in the right-handed Material world. Material <laughs> world. No? No. Okay. It's a good melody. Um, I'm just starting off simple writing upper and lowercase letters and writing my name at the end. I find that my entire left arm gets tired. Okay, blah, blah, blah. How do left-handed people deal with this? It's the same as right-handed people. We just get used to it. Mm. You don't think about it. I never, like, like you're saying it's backwards. I'm like, uh. I'm making jokes. <laughs> We're actually writing along in the same way you are. Your hand's just on the other side of the writing. I know you know that. I'm just saying. For people out there, because how do you deal with this? We just do. Besides the challenge, I like that I can visually see my progress along the way. I think that's really it's, powerful. It's very gauche. You know. What does that mean? Left. What does that mean? Gauche. It's uncool. You know, it's gauche. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool to see his progress. After four mm-hmm. days and like to, you see your yeah, skill set building. Yeah. Hmm. David redacted. I dig it. I have an interesting story that happened to me recently and uh, you'll find it funny. I got a concussion. That's not the funny part, Sean. That's what he says. I got it while trying... trying um, Trying to get into the car of all things. Oh. 
while trying to the into the car of all things besides the debilitating headaches light sensitivity and fatigue i felt like shit at times i would have killed someone if someone whispered to me for legal purposes that's a joke kind of <laughs> because of the concussion I found sleeping to be difficult, if not impossible. I know um, there's this guy, Joey, I forget the name of his channel, but remember he had concussions from hockey. Yeah. He's a really, really good hockey player. And uh, Joey Kidney. Yeah. And and anyways, he talks on about it on his channel. He's a super nice guy. I've had him on a lot of panels because the depression and stuff from his concussions was like, he had to be in a dark room for like two weeks or some shit. It was crazy. It's a hell of a trade-off. Um, yeah. So a few times I did sleep and had some intense vivid dreams. One of the dreams was being in a movie theater with someone's head blocking the screen. Next to me was a person enjoying this food that looked like mush, like really enjoying it. The second one was an aquatic bird, climb a clock tower and pull an Uzi. What? I don't know. It sounds like mystery science theater. It does. <laughs> then there's this robot bird in front of me and a oh gumball machine. If you guys want to watch a funny go to the movies movie. Yeah. Uh, my old roommate, Veronica, her favorite film was, oh, I'm going to blank on it, but they're it's in okay. the film and it was like, it was called a feel around. So you go to a feel around film. And so while someone's smoking on the, t on the movie, yeah. someone comes up behind you and blows smoke in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, around. he had the knife at my throat. And then someone comes behind you with the knife. <laughs> What's it called? I think it's called the Kentucky Fried Movie. Let me see. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I went to uh, that one. Yes, it's Kentucky Fried Movie. Uh, Universal Studios. The feel around. And it was it. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it was one of those full experience see? jobs. behind like him. I don't know if you can see them film oh, yeah, yeah. a little. Oh, my God. You Honey, guys... I Shrunk the Kids. They, the dog is I like runs up to the, the, the giant screen mm -hmm. and it sneezes. And the seat in front of you unbeknownst to me sprays water oh, all over you gross. and you're like oh my god and that's kind of like how it starts off because you're shrunken and the dog comes up and sniffs you and sneezes and, and then like, you're covered in dog snot for a second but it's really water yeah. and then like the someone oh, sweeps you up uh -huh. and, and like the chairs move oh that's cool that's yeah cool. then it got bad though uh they they throw you outside and so the chair tumbles and then all of a sudden you smell like grass and then you smell gasoline because there's like a lawnmower. Oh, crazy. It is so intense. That's so fun though. Yeah. I actually like that stuff. But do you guys do yourself a favor and look on YouTube because I saw now that there's a little video of it. Look, Kentucky Fried Movie, Feel Around. The Feel Around. It's so good. I'm in. It was hilarious. So, okay. <clears throat> Sounds like David Redacted was in Kentucky Fried Movie, Feel Around. Well, I was dreaming of Sean's origin story of kimchi. Ah, you were dreaming of my origin story. <laughs> of kimchi while watching a bootleg movie in the hotel. Dude. And the wanking penguin. That is very... Uh, that's funny. What's that movie with DiCaprio and oh, Inception? Inception. Yeah. That's crazy. It's funny though, once you hear, like when you hear things or you think about things, or you talk to people, they end up in your dreams. It's very funny. It's strange though, if you <laughs> think about that, because here we are creating content and <laughs> uh -huh. then like, Someone's listening. We just post it online. And then, and then someone else has something. Affect their dreams. He had your yeah. kimchi while watching bootleg movies. And the guy's like, do you like my film work? And you're like, what? My mind is blown. I do have more dreams. But if I did share, I'm afraid it would be psychoanalyzed. And that's for another podcast for another day. All right. I'm not 100%, but I'm doing better than before. I'm glad because concussions, man. Ugh. We even had Carly in our community who's been a moderator <clears throat> forever. She's had a lot of concussions. She had her trunk hit her in the head. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to David Redacted. 
David, I'm curious. Did I just, I think I may have stumbled on something that you're saying. Mm -hmm. Did you start drawing backwards as a way of recovery from? No, he didn't say that just because he was bored. Okay. I was wondering though. Out of sheer boredom. Oh, I read too much into your letters. Yeah, no, this. I'm sorry. I read too much into (laughs) it. No, but I was wondering, you know what? Even if he doesn't know it, perhaps that would be a good way to an exercise for your brain to have to fucking work its ass off. Like to, you know, you're, yeah. you're focusing so much on writing backwards and maybe you're doing yourself a, like, it's like going to the gym for your brain. dude. But let's wait because there are specific things I oh. know from what Carly's done and what I've learned when you have a TBI or a traumatic brain injury, which yeah. is different than just a concussion. Not everyone with a concussion has a, a TBI. Yeah. There are certain exercises they have you do. Oh, cool. So just saying that. Okay. So I'm doing better than before. And just for the record, no, this isn't one of those fictitious characters Sean made up. David redacted is real. This you whole heard inception it thing here is here first. But what if I am? <laughs> Why is Sean being <laughs> cruel to on? one of his characters? And just am, um and I just a tool being used by Sean to torture and torment me for his cruel purpose. Am I doomed to live in this world forever? What if now become uh, what if I now become self-aware? <laughs> Reminds me of what's, is it, um, is it on the office? Is it, I think it's Jim to Dwight. And he's like, I've become self-aware yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Does that mean I have, I will have free will? If I have free will, am I just damned and forever to be a prisoner of his until the end of time? So many existential questions. It's weird. These, uh, these things that happen <laughs> in life, you know, and Buddy, you're free to do what you want, but uh, remember, <laughs> no, don't I made remember. you. And not at all. <laughs> but then again, what is time? I ask myself that every day. Is time just a social construct created to measure the remaining days of our existence? Such deep existential dread. Also, how do we exist? Is Sean just sleeping and this is all a dream? If so, what happens to us if he wakes up? Does that mean we no longer exist? My goodness, but, that's like a that's like Dallas, the TV show. I yeah. think ended that way. He woke up, really, and it was a dream. And Saint Elsewhere, the same thing. I think there's all these TV shows that use that. Even what if it's a Greek mythology? Well, there's even or, shows with like these big. It's not really a dream thing, but almost like a big twist where you're like, oh, like the Sixth Sense or oh, the New Heart show did that. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the the show, he wakes up. The final it episode, like he dream. wakes up and he was in his previous show. Oh, that's funny. So he, he's in he's lying in bed with his wife, the new heart show or the married, I don't know, whatever. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. But what if, what if Sean is in a coma and his brain is trying to cope with the trauma that occurred and his brain is protecting him by using the podcast as a coping mechanism? Hmm. But what if it is all in Katie's mind and she, how dare you? And she created a world that Sean is dreaming, that he is in a coma dreaming about the podcast. This is Wait, like, so I don't exist? This is getting Inception now. Yeah. Dreaming about the podcast that has created fictional characters to write into the show as a coping mechanism and having one of the characters break it to him that he is dreaming that he is in coma that was created by Katie. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned next week. I know. I feel like this is a soap opera. You know what? <laughs> Maybe it's just a concussion My talking. name is Nick Cropodopoulos. <laughs> I've just arrived. He said maybe it's just a concussion talking. Hope everyone has a great week. <laughs> David Redact. Wow. We got deep. I love it. That's funny. Our next uh, letter is my favorite. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, David. Thank you very much for yes, saying that. Yes, thank you. And I hope you feel better. Make sure that you're like you t- do the things you're supposed to do because... You know, taking naps is okay. Being in the darkness might feel better for your brain. Uh, Do all the things your doctor said. 
because I am no, you know, neurologist. But it's important that you take care and give your brain the time to heal because it can heal. Now, Sean and I got the best email of all emails. First of all, I don't, you, I don't know if you can see it over there, but it's all caps. So I only can assume that this person is shouting. And I'm going to do my best to read it as if they're shouting. This is by Mr. Ollie Yongo, but that's not in caps. Hi, Mr. Ollie Yongo. Hello, Ollie. With due respect to your persons and much sincerity of purpose, I make this contact with you as I believe you can be of great assistance to me. I am the outgoing telex section manager at the Bank of Ula Wonga Dugugugu. Wait, you're the <laughs> what are you? I am the telex, the outgoing telex section manager. Telex is like a telefax. That's like yeah. old school uh, before fax machines. And I'm going to probably, I'm saying this wrong, but in a bank in Ula Gadug, ooh. Republic of Barinka Faso. Oh, Sincerely, Burinka I do Faso. not know whether this is your correct email address or not because I only used your name initials to search for your contact. In case you're not the person I'm supposed to contact, please see this as a confidential message and do not reveal it to anyone. Because Go on. This is Go top on. Yes, secret. I'm interested. Just between us. Considering the amount of money involved and I have to accept the work with you to really ensure that Mr. Rudy Fasnot fund is transferred to your bank account immediately. Immediately? Immediately. I think there's like a princess that's supposed to be involved at this point, right? <laughs> I do not want to retire from the bank without transferring the fund to a foreigner Katie, to stand with Katie, utmost pause for good a faith. I'm a little suspicious. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> As next of kin of Mr. Rudy Fastnot. You are going to face any difficulties or legal implications as I'm going to handle the transfer personally and legally. Oh, okay. Sounds legit. So anyways, I just thought this was really funny. I could go on and on. Do you want yeah, me to keep please. reading? Oh, yes, please oh. do. How do... Okay, how do we what receive these Seriously? funds? We're... Someone wants to sponsor the podcast. Oh, we have a sponsor. Hello. <laughs> if you are capable of receiving the funds and provide the below information correctly, okay, let's get ready to provide some information okay. and to enable me because I always love giving my information to strangers. I don't know about you. I don't mind. Especially I mean, that people, you know, from it's the like Ugudunga Bugu Republic of Burkina. Burkina Faso. <laughs> okay, enable me to give you more details. So once we give him that information correctly, then he can give us more details of ah, information. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got to be secure mm -hmm. with the transfer. He, I'm he about needs to, know to retire are. any day now from service and start a new life. Mm. But I'm skeptical <laughs> to reveal this particular top secret to a stranger <laughs> you must assure me that you will handle everything you will handled you will handle everything confidential with 40 percent sharing ratio to your benefits because i'm going to relocate over to your country for investment under your human and kind control <laughs> wait so we have 40 percent to invest in our audience i think so oh i, I number definitely one that to the even though he emailed us and apparently knows us he needs our names <laughs> number Dude, two sean and katie your residential address or office address yes three telephone number Four, occupation. Okay. Five, date of birth. Okay. It's getting suspicious. Six, country. Yes. Doesn't even know where we are. Provide your information <laughs> correctly and to enable me expose you to some concrete evidences and more detailed informations concerning our deceased customer funds and what to do. Sincerely, Mr. Ali Yongo. <laughs> Did Ollie ever tell us how much money he was? No. <laughs> no. It's all caps. It's so bad. My wife, everybody. <laughs> She's a, you're one hell of an actress. I I figured I'd slip in a, so I got the spam email the it's other so day. so funny. And I was like, this is amazing. Who? What is this? Where does that go? You know? So I, I put it in our 
our message, but you're one heck of a, a reader. You got the good skills with reading and acting, Katie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Acting. That was really good. Acting. I just think it's really funny. I thought it was hilarious. It's so strange. <laughs> what is this? What's the purpose of this? Is this just to fish for your email to to verify if you have a real email address? Or is this like actually, is, you know, how much money is involved, I wonder? <laughs> Reminds me of the office when the uh, Pam is doing the roast of Michael Scott. And she's yeah. like, they say over 5,000 people a day are... Fall for an internet scam. Internet scam. That man is Michael Scott or yeah. whatever. And she's like, he has about 45,000 Persian princesses that he's, he's like, but who's going to help them? <laughs> it's just so wild. Anyway. But, but I, I wonder like where does that caps, go? But then Mr. Ollie Yongo. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, Ollie, if you're listening, um, Give yeah, us more baby, information. Let's, let's do this. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's do mean, some business, you know, fake business, fake business. I, if you have to transfer money from your country, uh, 40% can go. We'll do, we'll give it to our staff riders. I'll take the 60, you take the 40. Let's do business. Fake business. <laughs> oh, so good. There's actually a, a TED Talk. <laughs> um, it's a great video. I'll link it in the description if you have some time. A man took one of these scam emails. Mm-hmm. He received it. And I think he's some writer. And he's a fairly witty man. And he 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 responds to it. And then... Oh, then they respond. They though. respond and they have correspondence, maybe 30 emails. And he's leading them on. They're both leading each other on. And to what end? He doesn't know. But who is this entity on the other end? And the entity on the other end has It's got to be a real person, right? Because it's responding so to So they're both his, like fishing. Like, who is this? What is this? Forth. Yeah. It was very strange, but it's, I think it's like a I honestly a think that minute. Mr. Ali Yongo is pretty restrained. He didn't ask for our bank account information. I expected that. True. True. What would you answer for uh, for some of these, like your your occupation at this point? I would say that I'm an underwater basket weaver. Yeah, that's the safe bet. That's safe bet. Country, Austria. We like one Austria. of them. Date of birth. I don't know. Sometime earlier. We're in February, so I'd be like two twenty nineteen seventy three. Yeah. You give him some information, and then yeah. he comes back and he gives you, know. you a bit of information, and then you determine, do I trust this man? No, <laughs> no, no, no. You don't trust him. Not off the bat, but. Perhaps he'd... I think you never do, Sean. I think I think someone's having a conversation upstairs. <gasps> we can't hear anything. And now I thought I with our hear. super... Oh, is it no, me? I think you're okay. I thought with these super listening devices, we could point our microphones up the ceiling. What's happening? We so cre- know. You, know, you know you've lost it when well, we, we had, use our equipment to listen to the neighbors. I know, such creeps. Katie, is in the bathroom. No, you're <laughs> such a... Oh, my God. No, but we did have a visceral reaction because our new person that moved in upstairs brought a grand piano and started playing it. And I love the piano. I do, too. What a lovely instrument. But I don't want to be in the piano. No, our walls are paper thin, and therefore, <laughs> like this is like a, it's a like, second chamber. Whoa. The mirror vibrates on the wall, and like you're just like, oh, God. Anyway, so we called our landlord, because I was like, oh, is that allowed? Like, I don't want to go upstairs and be like, hey, if it's not, you know, if it's allowed. And she was like, oh, no, I'll talk to her, and it's not allowed. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I don't have a problem going upstairs. And Yeah. But anyway, that was, we were like, oh, no, we have to leave now. Well, I've got an electric guitar. Pack up our stuff. I don't even plug it into the amp. You know, I'll, I'll go to volume yeah. level two. It's and, not loud. And, and you do it I'm, during the day. Yeah. 
But anyway, she yeah. And we'd even asked our have a upstairs. Grand piano. Well, we asked our upstairs neighbors before, do you hear the guitar? And she was like, no, I don't. So we're like, okay. Um, okay, we have one last letter. Okay. And then we're all caught up with, we're one week behind still. Okay. <laughs> but we didn't have a ton this week. So I believe that next week we'll be able to catch all the way up. Perfect. And I like the way it's happening. So what we've been doing is... We're giving you a topic to mm-hmm. uh, to discuss. I'm going to wait. Next week, we'll give them a topic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in this other batch, though, people were starting to follow the topic. And even with the food one. So it's good. Yeah. We're kind of, we're on trend, baby. Hey, baby. Okay. Final letter. <clears throat> that was a funny thing, though, that Mr. Aliongo. Okay. Hello, Katie and Sean. I apologize Hi. for my absence as your staff joke provider. It's okay. We yeah. all have our weeks, you know? I would like to seek a position as the sixth person on the OTDM team. We'll consider it. If available, read my qualifications here. Number one, I'm extremely indecisive. I like that in a person. Well, not really, but kind of. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that one. <laughs> Let's go to Blockbuster and try to pick Sassy. a movie together. <laughs> go ahead. I like this person already. Number two, I normally don't miss a day of work. I like that because of my status as a college student and human being. I had finals, a move and COVID. <gasps> then the start of a new full-time job and a new semester to handle. It's a lot but going on. I'm back. I'm back, baby. And better than ever. I like it. Uh, Don't worry. Ain't... COVID didn't. Oh. We Go in. No. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, this person Go sounds in. cool. No, where? They it got says, stuff going on. They did a bunch of things. All, oh, Lamar's calling. Um, call okay. him back later. Yeah, call him back later. <laughs> Sorry, Lamar. says, don't worry. COVID didn't hit me very hard. A cough for two days, a headache for three, and then loss of my sense of smell and taste. That's not bad. That's like Christina. That's yeah. pretty much what she said. I never had a fever and consider myself to be very lucky. That's why them like taking your fever does fucking nothing. Our system's broken. I got out of quarantine Christmas Eve, which totally sucked, but it's fine. Number okay. three, okay. I'm a devoted fan. I like it. Remember, I have been part of the kidney community since the you now days. It's a Get long time ago. out. Cowbell and all. Oh, boy. She's stuck with us, Sean. <laughs> I got a fever and the only flavor. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh no. What is it? I've got a... I got a fever and the only prescription is for more cowbell. Yeah. But Sophie sent me what she thought was going to be a teeny little cowbell because it was on a necklace and it was huge. And that became, we would just, sh- oh, that thing. I still have it. Oh my God. I have that whole drawer filled with giveaways too that I haven't actually done because I don't do the you nouns anymore. Wow. Maybe, maybe we should bring them back every so often. <clears throat> so she's been around since the you nowadays. Sunday afternoons were the highlight of my week in junior high. Um, I have been... Here since the butterflies and tree clip was a thing. Wow. <gasps> wow. I had to learn how to uh, animate that yeah. butterfly. Sean made that happen. I did. I stole the image. No, I'm just kidding. No. But I did. I used it from Wikipedia of a monarch butterfly. Mm-hmm. And then I brought it into After Effects or Photoshop. I broke its wings off the, the body. So you can make them go. Hey, wah, wah. Yeah. And then I puppet affected it. I mean, wow. what I know nothing about this, but I looked up a YouTube video on Sean's how to use. pretty resourceful. It was fun. And uh, wow, that takes me back. Doing that old logo. Yeah. Maybe I'll start this this podcast with that. <laughs> we should. You <laughs> <laughs> were like, what the absolute fuck was that? Remember all the music Welcome. as it flew to the tree and it landed and then it went boop, boop, and then it stopped. Yeah. It was so beautiful. You did such a good job. Wow. Okay. Thank you. It says, um, oh, I've been here since the butterflies and tree clip was a thing. Number four. I have no other qualifications to be the joke teller other than my life motto being, if you can't make yourself laugh, you're doing something wrong. 
I like that. Solid. I, your qualifications. Wide beyond your years. You're hitting, you're hitting it here. Out of the park. Okay. I've missed a lot, so let me play catch up. <clears throat> the city between the canyons. Home to the weirdest and most normal people found on planet Earth. With access to a variety of entertainment, including bars and churches. I like that you include those together. Movie theaters, both inside and out, and plenty of roads with potholes and cops. Your home is awaiting you. Hmm. Move away from the summer weather and come to the ever-changing climate of the Mountain West. Having experienced all four seasons in just one day, I can tell you it's pretty magic waking up to a snowstorm and going to bed with crickets chirping and a warm summer breeze blowing through your window as you drift off into, drift off into dreamland. Skiing and snowboarding fanatics flock to ride the powdered mountains, getting the worst tan lines known to mankind. You thought farmers' tans were bad. With mountainous terrain surrounding you on every side, sometimes you have no way, no choice but to look up. You will never need a compass because you can tell which way is which just by the mountain ranges. I like it. With species awesome. including the raptor, extinct reptilians, and mountain goat, you will never find a place less diverse than your new home, Salt Lake City. JK, JK. Well, kind of. You know, it's beautiful. It's God's country, right? Well, hold on. Salt Lake isn't as diverse as L.A., but we do have a lot of cultural melting pots throughout the valley. And no, you cannot become a valley girl, Sean. Gag <laughs> <laughs> uh, me with a spoon, you know. Valley girl. Oh, my God. Um, like, totally awesome. It sounds like totally awesome. Sounds beautiful, though. I've never been to Salt Lake. Have you? Uh, only to fly in to go up to the film festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you fly into Salt Lake and then you, you take a shuttle or a rental or whatever. Like an hour. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It sounds I mean, beautiful. The, the skiing was exceptional. The people were super nice. The food was amazing. The festival was great. Um, that's a all story for all, another day. 10 out of 10. 10 it out says, of 10. How was that? I'm not very good at selling a place I no longer live. I thought that was exceptional. You did a great job writing that. You did a great job, Allison. Um, Potato Land is my home away from home now. Idaho? I'd assume so. As promised. Or or Prince Edward Island. No, I'd assume assume Idaho because it's pretty close. I wonder, you know, because you have sister cities. I wonder if there's sister uh, states or provinces. If Idaho and Prince Edward Island are like, you know, related somehow like they're that. They're like, hey, buddy, potatoes? Yeah, potatoes? we're sister cities, eh? Yeah, and you know? they're like, uh-huh. Yep. yep. You like football? Uh, quoi? No. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> uh, but as promised, here are some corny jokes. Okay. If athletes get athlete's foot, do elves get mistletoes? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a priest that becomes a lawyer? I don't know. A father-in-law. Ah, <laughs> zing, zing. That's good. That's good. I like this. Da- the dad joke vibe is strong with this one. It is. Katie. Where mm. do you find a dog with no legs? Oh, I don't know. Right where you left him. Sorry <laughs> oh, in advance. <laughs> Takes a turn in the dark humor, the dark arts. I love it. It says sorry in advance. Dark dad jokes. What did zero say to eight? Nice belt. I dig it. I dig it. Okay, last one. Cool. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I don't know. Fish. (laughs) (laughs) Has no eye. Sincerely, Ellison. Why don't I see those? Like, some people are really good at seeing 
the puzzle inside of uh, oh in the words yeah in the words um or a puzzle i just can't, i can never i don't think i'm very good out. at it it's hard to, when you're reading them i can't tell if i would have known yeah um but i don't think i'm very it good drives at me it. crazy that there's a puzzle and i don't know it right off the bat and so i'm like oh, just give me the answer remember do you remember back when we would go to youtube space la yeah we okay so you guys when you go to youtube space la Usually we would do it because it's too hot in our apartment or we were filming like a bigger production. Like we did that art thing. Find yourself um, a tech Shayla. company with uh, good air conditioning and snacks. Yeah, I mean, tons of that's snacks. how you and coffee, lure me. Free coffee. You go to the tech spaces. But so we would we would rent it. You have to reserve it ahead of time. You have mm-hmm. to tell them what you're working on and then they have to approve everything. So it's like this process. So it's not it's not just like it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, but no, it's but amazing. And so we would book it every so often. I actually miss it, even though it doesn't always work for us. I miss my people over there. Definitely. I know, our peeps. Yeah. But um, anyway, you'd go. And when you go, you have to go down to the cage area. Or what would they call it? Yeah. It's a cage. Anyway, you go to the cage to get all your equipment. So you can bring your own stuff. So we would usually bring like our own camera, but we would get like their lights because you don't want to have to haul all your stuff. Also, they had the sweet, sweet goods. Baby, they, the they got stuff. some good stuff. Like the brand good lights, new stuff. Ugh. Really nice equipment. And Amazing. how fortuitous for us to be able to go there and, and use this equipment that, and I think that a lot of people don't understand how good they had it by using that space and yeah. using it for free. If you had to rent a studio space oh, in LA, fuck, man. plus all that equipment, you're looking like. Remember, I had to rent that space just to get my headshots done. And it was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, you guys, it's crazy here. The the ability for and there's YouTube spaces all around the world, which is fantastic. They've done a great job investing. We've got London, we've got mm-hmm. Toronto, we've got. I don't um, know which ones are open anymore, actually, though, because they have closed point. some of them. But okay. they had New York and and Toronto and Tokyo. London, and they had Tokyo, and they had uh, the one Berlin. in Brazil, which. I forget where it was in Brazil, but yeah, Berlin. One in anyway, Moostra? no, but anyway, we're getting off topic. So every time you go into the cage to pick up all your fucking amazing gear that was free and it's amazing, yep. they had a on there. They had this chalkboard. Like you'd walk in the the door and there's a chalkboard up on the wall, and it would be some kind of riddle, and it would drive me crazy. There was one that I got, and I was like, yeah, but then the others, it like mess. I would be so frustrated that I couldn't get it. So I don't think I'm very good at that. I say all that to be like, I'm not very good at those. And then when you know the answer, because they'll, they, they'll tell it to you if you're like, oh, I've tried and I don't know what it is. Or you can Google it probably. But um, but yeah, they then I'd be like, oh, fuck. You know, I knew it, but shit. My brain doesn't work like that. I'm always lying in my bed, yet I'm always running. Yeah. What am I? Why don't you just tell me, dude? I, I just need the equipment. I know. <laughs> Right. You don't what have, am I? You, you, it's not. It's not like the labyrinth where you have to answer it to get your equipment. Right. But you're like, I'm a clock, and you're yeah. like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellison attached pictures of her dogs because why not? I agree. Why not? Feel free to use them for anything but blackmail. <laughs> the one with the sweater is Wolfie. He's a twenty. What? 21-year-old purebred Pomeranian that my stepmom rescued from a neighbor's backyard when he was still a puppy. (gasps) Wolfie is a diva but loves to chase the the laser, lick syrup off plates, I understand, and smile when you rub his belly. The other dog is named Oscar. We got him from a family who couldn't take care of him anymore. I think he's about 12, but he doesn't have any paperwork or anything. 
I think he's a Shih Tzu pug mix. <gasps> the, oh my I love Pomeranians. So I have adorable. to be honest. Do you remember like Veronica's boyfriend? What's his butt? I forget. That had his parents had three Pomeranians and they were all different. One was like long haired, short haired. Oh, in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> I fell in love. That th- Those are Pomeranians? Yeah. So this is Wolfie, a Pomeranian. Okay. And then. And then the next is Oscar. Oh, <gasps> look at his little teeth. Oscar looks like he's uh Almost looks like Marco a little. The Shih Tzu. Yeah. Because it definitely got Shih Tzu. They think it's a Shih Tzu pug mix. Oh, I yeah. Can see okay, that. that makes sense. The but eyes say it all with those dogs. Do. We go Why? get snacks at McDonald's, He's right? like, where's my where's my treats? Look at those fluffy paws. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Beautiful. my goodness. Does, but he could honestly be a lot of things. Breed doesn't matter because he's a love bug. He's very anxious all the time, but never bites or snaps at anyone. I miss them while I'm at school and FaceTime home a few times a week just to see them. I would too, Ellison. Yeah. I, I'm excited, honestly, for many reasons. I want to see my grandma. I want to see my mom. But I also, uh, and also Larry. Don't worry, Larry. I didn't forget you. But I'm very excited to see the animals. That's why I brought them up because of the animals. I get to see Polly and Molly and Charlotte. Yeah. We don't get any animal love. None. You know, so I'm excited. I noticed you stopped killing uh, some of the bugs around the apartment. Are those your new pets? No. You let them live an extra day. You're like, hello, Spider-Man. I'm just lazy. Okay. Okay. Although sometimes I'll leave the spider because I'm like, you'll get the other. You get them. You get them, bad boy. It's a symbiotic relationship you're building with spiders. They caught it's time to get fish. out of the apartment. They caught that silverfish. Yeah. It's so weird that you're watching these things. <laughs> what else am I going to watch, dude? <laughs> Next week on The Wild Animals of Our Apartment, Katie. Hello, uh, in the corner there was a spider web. And <laughs> are you British when you watch? <laughs> well, they always had those nature shows where it was like some guy in like has a foreign accent yeah. of some sort. Always. <sighs> well. Okay, we were officially caught up with the letters from last week. So I want you to hold your letters, hold them tight. Whoa, 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 boy, whoa. whoa. And then next week we'll have a new prompt to get you going and we'll be able to, I think we'll be able to get through all these really quickly. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. I really, uh, I'm enjoying the new format, so it's cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're caught up. We're still a week behind. I know that you, some of you lovely staff writers sent in videos and audio clips. We had someone send one through... Speak pipe. Speak pipe. I call it like voice. The link memo, is uh, like down below. Yes. What is it? What'd you call it? An audio note? Voice memo. Voice memo. But anyway, I'm sorry we didn't get to those this week. We will get to them next week for sure. For sure. For show. Faux shizzle. Faux show. Um, so sorry, but thank you for your patience. Thank you for all your letters. You guys are the best. Really. Yeah, uh, I love you guys. I think this is the highlight of the week for me where I get to uh, hear about all things around the world. I know. And um, I'm excited to make those crazy. I really feel like we've made friends. We have. It's fun. And we're going to make crab cakes. Stay tuned. And Ellison, you're number six. She's hot. You're hired. Okay. You're hired. (laughs) All right, everyone. Take it easy. Uh, (laughs) Next time you see us, we'll be up in um, Washington State, which is next to, uh, what's it next to? Idaho and Oregon. Kansas? No. Okay. Well. well, Canada. Yes, (laughs) it is next to Canada. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a wonderful one. Bye.